listening. Welcome to the dialogue. My name is Gage. I'm Kyle. And I'm Micah. This is the only podcast. So, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Wait, this is, this is the only podcast? Uh-huh. The rest of them are gone. Oh. oh. Okay. Thanks, China. Uh, how have you guys been doing I'm recently? swell. It's not like we haven't been talking for an hour before we recorded. No. Uh, uh, what, what is your bang flavor? It's not unusual to be so Cotton candy. You didn't even hear what I said. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Did he say unusual to be sus? Sucked. Sucked. Did you know they have bang like 24 packs at Costco now? Oh my gosh. It's paid sponsor. I'm going to get banged every day for like a month. That's the first time that joke has ever been made. Okay. I the first time I ever had a bang. The I, first time I've ever banged. I unintentionally made that joke, but I went to the Yakima Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Yakima Cinema and I, I had never had a bang before and I went to R.I.P. my future editing self. <laughs> And I went up to the counter, and I was, like, really tired. It was, like, a 9 o'clock showing, and there was, like, a girl, like, at the counter, and I, like, put my hand down on the counter. I was, like, bang me. And then I was, like, no, just give me a bang. And then she called the cops? Yeah. And then she cut your bangs. Yeah. And the award for the best podcast of 2020 goes to... Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Live from New York. It's Saturday night. It's hilarious. <laughs> We're bad at this. Do you hey. want to just jump into it? I think we have a couple new listeners today because of all of our new subscribers. Really? Like How many? Our 10 subscribers we got we, from yeah. my last video. Welcome, everyone. If you're new, thank you for watching. And also, thank you for listening, whatever well, you're doing. Thank you, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm if you sorry. have the sound off and are just staring at us, please unsubscribe. <laughs> for the love of God. And you just have like. That's music from Ratatouille playing in the yeah. background over us. If you're us. listening to us on Spotify or one of those other crazy audio things, uh, we do also have a video version. So if you're confused why Mike had just made that joke, that is why. What the, oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're also on YouTube. Yes. yes. So you can see our beautiful black and white mugs. And if you just want to stare at pictures of us, you can go to Instagram. We have that. I could, I could, uh, I could DM you uh, like a Google Drive. I got some photos of me that nobody's seen. Oh, cool. Yeah. Send them my way. I'm not, well, I don't know. You have to promise me that- Are they just up your nose? You have to- Just like from the side? (laughs) (laughs) You have to promise me the uh, authorities won't see them because- When Kyle goes to the strip club, instead of $1 bills, he just brings dimes and he just like- (laughs) And they just ride his nose. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. If you haven't been following this, this, this chain of- Jude, you Jude. Of this chain of groundbreaking Jew comedy. <laughs> Jew comedy. There's been a, a running joke that I look Jewish because of my, my, um, as I would say, <laughs> ginormous hook nose. Oh, okay. okay. Which I'm hair. actually not Jewish as far as I, as I know. And you're hairy. Well, that's true. They, they didn't have to know that. Well, okay. I don't know why this we're talking. This boy has a hairy belly. I, uh, you wouldn't notice. You would not think of it just looking at him. But he lifts his shirt. His belly is so hairy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
He needs to shave that shit. Are you happy we didn't jump into the movie news immediately? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. No, just so everybody's everybody understands. This is what happens when you ask us to do small talk. No, okay. No, I walked right into this. I just want to make sure everybody understands. Oh, man. Like, I, I, okay. So the thing is, I look like, I know I look like someone who would probably be completely hairless. Like, I look like a Michael Sarah motherfucker. But I promise you, everything you can't see is just like everything. Everything, like the head of your penis. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it if just you're looks listening. Like, it looks like oh, a cacti. <laughs> it looks like a palm tree. Just like. <laughs> if you if you don't have video to like to for reference, you know, if you're just listening, just to like describe the look of Kyle, I would say, just to kind of like give you like a mental image. Imagine like. Hitler walked, <laughs> walked right into a room. If he saw Kyle, he just shit his pants immediately. <laughs> like, I shit. thought you were gonna stop at just Hitler. <laughs> just imagine like Hitler, <laughs> and that, that's about it. I'm not even actually Jewish. That's the funny thing. If you are Jewish, like you're awesome. But it's funny because I have a big nose. Hello, uh, Hitler. <laughs> I heard that too. I'm gonna go check and see what it is. It's Hitler. If he doesn't come back, it's we definitely know. Definitely Hitler. Hitler? We may never see Kyle again. Hey, what are you doing here? Nine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Cut the feet! Later that same evening. Alright, eight minutes uh. in. Do you guys want a salty? <laughs> Alright, we need to get our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want a salt? That needs to go in your gravestone. Anyone want a saltine? Alright, so as you all know, Jamie Foxx played Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, a lot of people don't like that movie, but I love that movie. And he's actually coming back as Electro in the next uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, which... A lot of people think that means they are doing a live action into the Spider-Verse because they've already had, uh, what's his name, come back as J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons come back as J. Jonah, and now they're having Jamie Foxx come back as Electro. So what so do you guys Spider-Verse think? Spider-Verse confirmed or? Not confirmed, yeah. but the very high suspicion. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Um, I will just say that, like, <clears throat> I've been wanting, I will do, I don't know whose dick I have to suck. For Tobey Maguire to come back as Spider-Man, and I will—I'll just take anything that I'll get at this point. And uh, my—I'm the I don't biggest. Give a shit about... Just a Skype call with he's like, hey. <laughs> Andrew Gar Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man, so I am very excited for him to come back. Well, possibly. So it's kind of interesting. I'm gonna try really hard not to say, "Here's the thing." Oh, because I seem. I forgot. Drink every time I say here's no, the thing. No, but you reminded me. Let's for starting now, oh, and if God. you're watching, you can hold us accountable or listening. Let's try to see who can go the longest for this episode without saying the word like. So here is I was thinking the situation. <laughs> yeah, that has been a thrust upon us mm -hmm. by the Lord. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> um, I mean, it seems as if. It's oh like oh, right. <laughs> oh that how the turns tail okay okay here we go that we are pretty much going to get a 
even though it hasn't been confirmed, but it's kind of... You're trying way too hard. The funny thing is, this is actually just how I talk normally. Oh, I'm sorry. Never getting to the point. Oh. And it's harder now that I can't say like, <laughs> I'm not going to do this. Fuck it. Okay. It's too hard. <laughs> How's Jeez. that? Like, 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 like. No. So, okay. It seems as if we're like. basically going to get, if it wasn't obvious already, like a live action or some form of live action Spider-Verse thing happening in a movie because Sam Raimi uh, has, you know, been attached to Doctor Strange to, oh, shit, yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And the weird thing is... The weird thing is, it's not like the other guy got fired and then they brought no. him on to replace him. They literally swapped projects. Oh, yeah. So the guy who was going to direct Doctor Strange 2 is now directing what Sam Raimi was going to do. Yeah, Scott Derrickson. So it seems very planned. And Vulture was in the Morbius trailer, so it's already confirmed he's like 100% in another universe. Right. So. And it looks like we saw Sam Raimi's Spider-Man like on in the Morbius trailer in the background. Yep. Um, you don't remember that? There was like a mural, like on the there was like a on the brick wall. There was Sam Raimi's Spider Man, like in graffiti. Yeah, go back and watch it. It's oh, in shit. there. Okay. Yeah. So and there's just, a lot of clues dropping I mean, about a live action Spider Verse. I mean, I think I've, I might have said this on the podcast before, but I feel like at this point, with the whole we had the whole Michael Keaton Batman thing, right? Oh, coming yeah. back. Like with stuff like this happening, I mean, like. Four or five years ago, stuff like this that we're talking about would probably never, we would never consider it to actually happen, but I feel like anything can happen at this point. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I'm, I don't want to get my hopes up, but... I mean, during the Justice League movie, they brought back the original, like, Danny Elfman theme for Batman. Exactly. I don't know why they did that. It was kind of dumb, but... Exactly. It's still like... So it's like, like yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been saying for a while, though, that, like, I've been wanting... Oh yeah, it'd be so cool if Tom, if uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield made a cameo in like yeah. Homecoming or Far From Home or whatever, you know. Um, but I mean, maybe it'll be more than a cameo. I Who think they're gonna do the Sinister Six versus the Spider Men. That's what I fucking hope happens. I, I actually, I could see. Them I would doing love that, too. that because Sony's I've been, been trying to make yep. that happen for years. Yep, I've been waiting for a Sinister Six movie for like ever. I feel like if they were going to do it, it would be the Spider-Verse movie. Mm -hmm. And it would be like, it sounds like that might be what they're doing. I feel like there's enough rumors. There's nothing confirmed. But mm -hmm. imagine like a Spider-Verse movie with all three Spider-Men and then the Sinister Six. But it's different versions from of the oh. villains from every movie. Damn. So it's like you have the Green Goblin from fucking... Paul Giamatti is the Rhino. <laughs> I will say you yeah. would have to do something... Um, different with Electro? You'd have to do something like that. The Sinister Six thing that you just said. Yeah. For me to kind of be on board for another Spider-Man movie. Because I, I think I am kind of sick of it at this point. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not like... I'm not like... I'm ar I'm ar I've already said like. like the But here's times. the question. Yeah. If we did get a full-on live-action Spider-Verse movie, would it be any good? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you think they can get Andrew Garfield to come back? Because I heard he was pretty heartbroken after he was fired. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of worried I'm sure about Tobey that. Maguire is too. I mean, if Sam, yeah. well, I think if Sam Raimi's attached, he'll be able to convince yeah. Toby. Yeah. But like, like you said, I think Andrew Garfield is the one that I'm the most like. I think I don't know how they're gonna. I hope he does. Andrew He's Garfield my favorite. signing on could actually be the the moment where we can all be 
you know, start thinking, oh, this this might actually be really good because I don't think he would unless right. he read the script or at least yeah. had info on the movie yeah. that was telling him, oh, this isn't going to be another disaster or yeah. anything. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, the, just saying that, that would, people who believe that would Amazing be Spider-Man 2 was a disaster. My most anticipated movie of all time. It would be every movie I've ever been excited for ever. I mean, I would be very excited. Avengers Endgame, Borat 2, Harry <laughs> Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, Get Out of the Way, yeah. Spider-Man live action into the Spider-Man. I Spider am kind of sick. I am kind of getting sick of just the, you know, just the smaller Spider-Man movies. I don't know. I'm just... Well, that's the thing, I, too. I need something different. I fucking said it already. But, like... Oh, well. My question is like, and I've talked about this with um, some other people, but like, would we prefer it be like its own movie or do we want it to be basically this third Tom Holland movie? Yeah, I don't know. Because I personally, I would prefer, it would seem kind of like cheap if they just made that the third I because agree. because like regardless of how you feel about the Tom Holland movies I want them to at least like see yeah because they, they set up some interesting you know like okay everybody knows he's Spider-Man now and it sounds like Craven might be in the next one I want yeah. a whole movie where it's just him getting hunted down by Craven because that'd be cool that sounds like something we've never seen before I, I a Spider-Man movie want to point something out about when remember when Sony and Mar and Disney weren't like sure about the contract of who would end up with Spider-Man yeah and they eventually settled on one but the agreement was Tom Holland Spider-Man would show up in at least one of Sony's Marvel Universe so we already know for sure Based on their contract, as long as they, you know, fulfill that contract, yeah. he's gonna show up outside of the MCU. I think originally he we th- will. We thought it was gonna be like a like a like a Venom movie, which I, they still could do something with Venom because I feel like mm-hmm. they purposefully made Venom the way they did because they in hopes that they would get Tom Holland, Spider Man. Yeah. Um. But like like you said, this potential Spider Verse movie, maybe that is the the separate movie, and they are still gonna do. A third yeah. one that leads into that. Yeah, what I, if what if like Craven's like like chasing Spider-Man and something goes wrong and right. Craven and Spider-Man go through some fucking loop and then boom. I mean they already started they already Spider-verse. set it up in the second Tom Holland movie because they're talking about the multiverse and everything and I think this would be But that was fake too because much Mysterio for Mysterio made that up. There's too much stuff here for one movie. I feel like you have to do at least like a couple. I don't right. know what you do. I agree. Right. I mean fuck, what if we get <laughs> What if they make one more Toby movie, one more Andrew Garfield movie, one more Holland movie, and they all link up and then do like, like shit? Okay, here's what's funny. Though, I don't think they would do that. I don't either. But here's what's Wouldn't funny about cool. Spider-Man right now is me so excited. I mean, before like prior Civil War time, like that middle period between Amazing Spider-Man two and Civil War, mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, um, that that period of time, it kind of felt like, oh, you know, Spider-Man's just kind of like done. We're not really gonna be. It, it definitely yeah. felt like a little hopeless for that character. Um, even like the fandom of Spider-Man, it I got it it I, it felt kind of hopeless. Um, but now we're in this time where it it kind of seems like anything could happen with this really, character, yeah. and mm-hmm. they could do whatever. Especially with the Spider-Verse stuff, that opens up so many doors. I'm I'm kind of excited. I mean, I wasn't really into like the Spider Verse animated movie, not necessarily like the movie itself, but just like the idea of it. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. But the potential, the idea of possibly bringing back these other Spider Man right. seems so cool. Well, so. I think that's what most people are excited about. They want to yeah. see. I think 
not to discredit Andrew Garfield, but honestly, I think most people are excited to see like fucking like Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I, I think so. Not to discredit, I think Andrew I Garfield love Andrew is a Garfield. great actor, yeah. but I think that like <clears throat> I, I agree. But I would like the, the what excites me about this is if the, if they do a whole movie like this. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool because if like better be like a three hour movie. You go to you <laughs> it go have to be like you go to like at some point you go to like the Sam Raimi universe and it's like it's like the same time has passed since we've seen the third one and like you know Shit. like they leave off where their story oh was in each thing okay i think this I would and they all play into each I other i think this would be crazy way. the highest grossing movie of all time i think it would beat endgame cuz you got the maguire fans you got the and garfield fans and you got the holland fans okay. everybody would be in i don't mean there. to stall like to just kind of like move on too quickly cuz i think these are linked conversations but mm-hmm. i have a really good segue yeah Maybe that's why Doctor Strange is gonna be in the next Spider-Man movie because he's the one who's going to like. It's called the Multiverse of exa- Madness. Well, no, I mean in the next oh Spider-Man oh, I movie. mean, but Doctor Strange is called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Exactly, it's like in the but title. That's, that yeah. could be why he's in the new Spider-Man movie because there could be that stuff happening. I'm getting that, ex- that could be the setup. That yeah. could be the setup for what they're doing. I mean, at this point, it's it's I beyond like it's a bu- beyond like speculation. I mean, it's clear that Sony's talking about yeah like. That's that where that's there. where all this is headed. I was pretty sad about hearing about all these phase four. We're in phase four now, right? For yeah. MCU, I was pretty sad about hearing about most of them, but I'm getting like re-excited again. Again, there's so many different things you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, yeah, I'm. After Far From Home, I was a little bit just like, yeah. I mean, whatever. I like the I'm setup. Not, like, I like. What... In, I'm not super into Spider-Man right now, but the what this could bring to the table like gets me excited again for it. Cause um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would just be. I mean, I still stand crazy. by like I don't know if I said this with you guys, but like um, I think because there definitely are some people who are like kind of like not liking the direction that the Tom Holland Spider-Man is going. That are like not liking the like Spider-Man. I'm sorry. It's gonna happen. All right. You, I guarantee you guys do it. And you don't even realize it. Like everybody does it. Yeah. Continue. You know. Some people don't like the direction that the new Tom Holland movies are going in. And I think it's somewhat understandable because, like, I know in, like, the beginning of, um, or the end of uh, Homecoming, you know, you had, we left off on, oh, shit, Aunt May knows that he's Spider-Man. And then they kind of just, across movies, they kind of just, like, threw it out, out yeah. the window. And I think a lot of people are worried, myself included, if they, when they do do a th- when they, <laughs> poopy. when they do decide to conjure up a shit, no, <laughs> a third Spider-Man Tom Holland movie, <clears throat> if they do the same shit yeah. where they just throw the whole, like, you're doing it, stop, fucking... Okay. Oh, everybody knows he's Spider Man, and then they're yeah. like, and then they just throw it out the window. I think people are gonna be pissed. Yeah. Myself. Included. I think I, I've used this analogy before, but I think they're doing exactly what they're they did with the Jurassic World movies, where the second one's kind of dog shit. I'm not saying it's dog shit, but I think it's gonna be in the future known as like. Like the movie itself is a setup. Yeah, yeah. Where like the director of Jurassic World Two specifically said he would not have done that movie. He had no reason to do that movie other than yeah. to set up the third one. And I think that's exactly what the second one was. Yeah, maybe. How do you guys feel maybe. about how every one of these Tom Holland movies has he has like a mentor character? He had Tony Stark, 
then Jake Gyllenhaal kind of, and then well, now he's got to have Doctor Strange. Do you think that that's like, is that does that say something about this version of Spider-Man just isn't good enough on his own? Like he needs those extra. Characters? Well, this is the youngest version of Spider-Man, like that. I, I know, think but like, how many, are they gonna keep? They've done it three times. I think now. they're gonna do that until this is my prediction. I think they're gonna have him be mentored by someone until he's basically. How many Spider-Mans are gonna be though? But the other thing. Hold, hold on, hold on. Once we get to like after the third Spider-Man, once they get to like the bigger like Avengers, will there we, be another Spider-Man? After this? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But what I'm saying is he's going to be the Iron Man, the head guy. I think they're mentoring him until I know. he's mentoring someone. But here's the thing. I mean, we've talked about this, how his arc in the second movie is like the same as the first one. So is his arc... Like, his arc could theoretically be the same in three separate movies. It's just going to be, oh, I am, I am good tough. Enough. I am a leader. I yeah. am good enough. Like, you gotta do something different. I see what you're saying, and you need to see him progress instead of staying in the same spot. Yeah. But here's the other thing. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> you go back. You read the Spider-Man comics. You look at every Spider-Man yeah. story, all the source material. If you really notice, if you really pay attention, fucking Spider-Man, every Spider-Man story, every big one anyway is fucking full of him having a father figure and then mm. that person dying or he has to like you yeah. know like you could argue that dr octopus is like a father figure yeah. in the comics he's supposed to reflect especially in the raimi movie he's supposed to reflect like who peter wants to be like the person he wants to be mm. but he can't because he's decided to be spider-man they do do that in the first two raimi movies so yeah. i'll give you that they do that in the comics, and they did that in a recent video game, too. But what I do like about it in the Raimi movies is the first in the first two movies, both of those people he looks up to end up being the villains. Right. Well, that's yeah. usually how it goes in the comics, and too. I really like that. Like, the Spider-Man comics and just are just full of him having someone essentially play his father figure, and then that person dying, or he's for, forced I'm, to fight them or something. I'm noticing a trend in every Spider-Man movie where someone he has a conflict with and ends up, like... Like resolving that conflict with dies. I mean, you look at Spider-Man Three. Harry Osborn he resolves the conflict, but he dies. The Amazing Spider-Man with uh, Emma Stone's dad or whatever he dies. And I mean, it's get... not just the movies. It's, and then it's essentially part of the Harry, Spider-Man. Harry Osborn. He, yeah, it goes deeper. He I was guess. good with that, and then he dies. Like it's just like. I mean, yeah, it's part, everywhere. I, I think it, it wouldn't be as grating on people if it hadn't been like rebooted three times yeah. in like two decades. Yeah. But like. I mean, people don't really think about it this way, but Spider-Man just inherently is a tragic character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree, and I and I. Love but I also see what you're saying is like you can't have him be a little kid forever. You yeah. want to see him be like the older, more wise, yes, more trained Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man we got in the Raimi movie. Which is what, but I mean, not even though. Like, I mean, you're right, but yeah. that's what I want out of Spider-Man most, mo- more than anything. Is like not. I mean, obviously, you don't. You're not going to do the Logan thing with Spider-Man because it's, they're, they're different characters. <laughs> right. But I do think we need like an older... Like kind of like the PS4 older. game where he's like already in it. No, I mean like... Like like worn down Spider-Man? Old, old There older are Spider-Man. comics. Like, that's what I wanted to Tobey Maguire. I wish they'd make a Spider-Man 4 now that he's older and like mm-hmm. see something like Spider-Man in his later in his life yeah. when like he doesn't give a shit anymore. I don't know the character, but... That would like be from super the cartoon, cool. but not comical, you know. Like dark as fuck. Yeah, and I know. Cool. I, I mean, I know that, there. Are, that I know there are definitely. I mean, there's a 
ton of different Spider-Man. I know you're not, you don't follow the comics really, but like, big fan. There, I'm guaranteed like there's like a comic line that's like that. I mean, that's why the Spider-Verse thing was so exciting because even that, even though that shit seemed crazy, like that doesn't even scratch the surface. There's a fucking Spider-Man comic. The Superior Spider-Man is its own Spider-Man storyline. You're gonna like, you're gonna like shit your pants when I tell you this because it's so insane. It's basically like, I forget, it's like Peter Parker and Dr. Octopus like swap brains. <laughs> like, like this is the beginning of the story. And it takes place in the future. It's insane. What the so fuck? So Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man's body, but it's Dr. Octopus's brain. And then once that happens, Dr. Octopus, who's actually Spider-Man, kills Peter Parker. And then, like, the rest of the comic is just him. Like, he's like a... He, he has the brain of Dr. Octopus, and he's a villain, but he's in... Sp it's just bananas. Well, there's also the one where Peter Parker kills Mary Jane Watson with his radioactive semen. And that's not a joke. That's, like, 100%, like... Yeah, he's, in the comics. He's not kidding. That wasn't a joke. So, with the Spider-Verse thing. <laughs> That's what I want to see. No, I'm kidding. What if, yeah. what if it's something along the lines of, and I'm going to be okay with this, you have all three different versions of Spider-Man. You have the Tom Holland Spider-Man, who's still mm -hmm. figuring out who he is in the yeah. world. You have the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, who's at the, the peak of his abilities and his life, and mm -hmm. he's got everything figured out. And then you have the old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, who doesn't give a fuck, fuck anymore. Mm -hmm. And you just see their dynamics to get. I don't know. I just that, that would be cool. so cool, right? Although uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly what spot Andrew Garfield's character would be because they left that whole thing on like yeah, a exactly. cliffhanger. Basically. This has got to be tough with like all these different creative teams from Sony and Marvel and Disney, and they're just like, all right, so it's gonna be in your universe, and then we're gonna take something from that universe, and because they all gotta be on the same page if right. they're gonna do something like that, and that sounds tough. Well, yeah. I think they still have a deal where like. The um, the 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 people over at Marvel MCU basically have the rights to write the movie, mm -hmm. but it's it's Sony who finances it yeah. and distributes it. And so and they get like I don't remember what percentage right. they split a percentage. But they don't have they don't literally have to like make a story studio yeah. and studio. Other, otherwise, I know be, but, it would be dark. But shit. if they're gonna have Spider Man in several different universes, right? Then but because gonna... they have the rights, because it's a yeah. Sony character, they can yeah. just looking at the time. They can do it. Do, um, do you guys want to... Yeah, I'm, I'm ready yeah. to move on. Yeah, we've just now. been talking about this for a long time. I'm sure time. by the time we this goes out, there'll be even more information. Yeah. It's like, yeah. All right, so next we wanted to... Actually, you can go ahead and take this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I guess there's like this kind of a two-parter. Basically, Mel Gibson. Talking about Mel Gibson a little bit. Um, so His I, movies, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not him as a person. Just like they're both linked. We they're do kinda, a whole podcast on Mel Gibson. Uh, anyway. So... Passion of the Christ 2 is something that's kind of been in the works and been talked about for a while now. Um, I was watching... So, um... What's his name? Jim... Cav... Cavizel? Cavizel? Let me look at his name. Jim... Jim Cavizel. Um, he's the guy who plays Jesus in Passion of the Christ. Okay. He's also in, like, Monte Cristo and hmm. Thin Red Lion and stuff. Um, he was actually on Ben Shapiro, um, recently, which is interesting. Huh. And he was talking about uh, Passion of the Christ too. There, I mean, there was other stuff, but it, it kind of got brought up. And he was talking about how Mel and, and um, the his co-writer have been developing Passion of the Christ for a long time, um, but it finally has like a draft, and they're I guess in the midst of the second draft right now. And uh, I don't know. I was just kind of kind of ask what you guys think about like 
the potential that because it's something that you say passion the christ too and you're like what the fuck and you're like oh okay interesting seems like it could be like really fucking weird because i mean i don't know a lot about the bible you probably know more about it like what the story would be about post like jesus's death and him being resurrected and stuff Mm -hmm. seems like it will be a fucking like much crazier maybe spiritual maybe like even psychedelic type story compared to the first movie well from a financial I standpoint, I haven't seen the first one. It makes oh, you haven't seen the first mm-hmm. one. Okay. I haven't either, but okay. I have a very fairly good idea of like what happens in mm-hmm. it. Um, I mean, it's a pretty simple like you kind of know the story. It's, it's, if you're a, if you're a human being on this planet, you at least know like the cliff notes of Jesus. Do you guys not want me to? I mean, this sounds don't really spoil, spoil the Bible. The, I mean, dude, bro, bro don't spoil like, the Bible much, for me. But how dude. much do you know about the movie? Because the movie is I know I know like I know you you see like. You basically see, like, the final, like... I mean, I'm asking you guys, do you care if I, like, kind of tell you what yeah, the structure ahead. of the movie? I mean, so spoilers I... for Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Spoilers to the Bible, if you haven't read it. Uh, um, uh, but, yeah, basically... What's the... What's, what is this Bibble you talk Bibble? about? <laughs> Jesus. Bibliotheca. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the director is God. <laughs> Jose. Bibliotheca. Uh, so, so the movie really zeroes in on the last day of Jesus's life. It's yeah. it's essentially just like his journey to his crucifixion mm-hmm. and like that traveling and and there's flashbacks. Which I mean if you if you've ever been to, if you're like raised Christian and even if you're not like most people know. You you are you were basically taught that as a young kid mm-hmm. like yes. like just not, without the graphic but detail. What it, but what's yeah. always been so controversial? I mean I guess this isn't necessarily what was controversial but it's a yeah. very interesting choice. To focus on the worst day of this this figure's life yeah. and the most violent and horrible day, obviously the day mm-hmm. of his death. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's so brilliant about the movie is on that day, the most violent day of his life is when the the love and hope in this person yeah. is 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 portrayed at its heaviest in its heaviest form. You see right. what he's willing to yes. do, and you see like, and you see the evil he's able to fight. Essentially, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it, it would be one thing just like on a normal day when he's just out walking around, obviously, whatever. But it's it's because it's so hyper violent mm-hmm. and and hard to watch. And then there's these very somber moments within that violence that Mel Gibson's really really good at portraying. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge is a good example. Um, in the midst of all the craziness, there's those really peaceful human moments. Um, and I think that's what makes the first movie so good. And, and it's, yeah, it's like all in a span of one day, basically. So I don't really know what the sequel would be like. I don't know if it would be kind of like the same structure where it's all taking place over the same day. Like maybe the day he's resurrected. That'd be interesting. I don't really know anything about this story. Like, I don't know what... In the movie, does it show like the the stone like door, or whatever, like like going rolling away or whatever? Stone and him, door, or you know, because like, after Jesus was yeah, he died was in, on the cross, he, was he resurrected. Tomb. Yeah, no, no, they don't show any of that. It's just like They'll he probably, dies and it's over. Interesting. They'll okay. probably show that is like his resurrection. Maybe it's been a long. T- it's been a while. Forgive but. me, I I don't. Again, I know like mm-hmm. as far as like our like biblical knowledge, you you come from you were raised more like a like Christ like general like Christian. And mine was like more like I mean, you know, people, Catholic. Yeah, I mean, s- still kind of Christian, but yeah. Catholic is kind of more of its specific thing. But it's mm-hmm. very similar, and that like the way that like you have like I think it's similar though in like Christianity where you have like the Old Testament and the New Testament. Yeah. And forgive me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive I could be wrong. But I don't know if you guys isn't like the the end of the Old Testament like 
up until Jesus' death, and then the New Testament's everything from his resurrection until like forward. Is that kind of what yeah. it's like? Yeah. Okay. So like it I'm could be sure. it could basically be the beginning of that. Um, I think I could be totally Old wrong. Testament. That could be too. Old Testament oh, is wait. before Jesus was yeah, born. Yeah, yeah. New, New Testament is when Jesus was born. Yeah, I feel so dumb. So the being, New like, Testament. So oh, yeah. okay, the New okay, Testament okay. starts when Jesus is born, and yeah. it goes forward. So. Forgive us. We're not we're not brushed up on our yeah. Uh, it's our the beginning Bible is studies. like God's creation of the world and how all of people's sins ruined yeah. the world. The Old and Testament is like how Jesus came back to resurrect us. I think the like, Old Testament is known even by Christians or, to be a lot more challenging and demanding because it's yeah. it's very unforgiving and it's and it's it's a little bit more cruel and then when Jesus is born it's like a little bit more hopeful and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I think the where Jesus the New Testament like the first couple chapters at least I I mean I can definitely speak for myself but I think that's what most people are familiar with like you know him being born the story of Matthew and all those things yeah. and um I think in my if this is my prediction is it's going to show him being resurrected the, the stone rolling away and him coming out and then yeah. like... I, I'm assuming it just picks right up after the movie yeah. ended, but it's just so strange because it's been so long. Yeah. I don't remember what yeah. year that came out. Do you think... Were you the one that told me that the guy who played uh, Jesus was literally electrocuted? So I read that he was struck by lightning. That's while he was crazy. On the cross. What? Yeah. I don't know how true it is. It was... I think I read it on IMDb, so I don't know how much... Okay. What was the cross made out of? Just, I think wood. Just wood? Yeah. Well, what's also interesting, this doesn't really play into anything we're talking about, but I didn't know this. Um, the guy who plays Jesus, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's become a Christian. Interesting. Like, over the years, since the movie. I don't That's think cool. he was, I because I did read, yeah. I also read on IMDb, that he wasn't, like, religious at all at the time of filming it. Interesting. Jesse, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but... When he was on Shapiro talking recently, he was very openly Christian, like unforgivingly Christian, you yeah. know. Um, okay. And and very open about it. And they were talking about how it's kind of hard to be so openly Christian in Hollywood and stuff. But yeah, right. Another conversation. Um, yeah. Um. Well, you guys, uh, you're aware that like there were like movies about like Jesus's like life and death, like before Passion. Well, Christ. Well, yeah. quite a few. Played yeah. Jesus, right? What's yes. what's the name of that the movie? Last Temptation. Isn't that yeah. basically like the same story more or less? I haven't seen I, it. I, Scorsese movie? I've heard the Last Temptation is like a little more fictional. Yes. I've is, heard that too. He got a lot of he got a lot of criticism for it. It kind of take more liberties. Yeah, it was kind of. I heard that thing. it was showing the more like negative side of Jesus. I could be totally wrong. I think so. I, I'm not. Jesus is like, what am I, a clown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starts talking like Joe. Joe Pesci, Pesci plays Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I love how we go at the beginning of this from like making fun of like Jews to being like, God, <laughs> Christianity. Anyway, I just I don't know. I'm I'm personally really exciting, ex- exciting, excited. I know. I don't much. think it's gonna be called the Passion of the Christ too. I think it's gonna be called the I think something. Called, I think of it's the called Christ. the Resurrection of Christ. Yeah, yeah, I figured it'd be the something of. It the might Christ. even be Passion. Jesus Unchained. <laughs> this time <laughs> he's back, <laughs> and he's not taking crap from anybody. Jesus returns. Reddit R. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I'm excited. I swear to God, there's like a Revenge mad TV. There's like a, a mad TV sketch or something where it's like it is basically I've, that. I think I've seen. Where that. it's just Jesus That's returns and he's like killing everybody. Jesus 3D puts on like aviators and has like a shotgun. Oh like gosh. it's like Terminator. That was on Smosh. I know that for sure. Jesus Endgame. 
coming. All right, so... Jesus Revelations. Fat Man? Yeah, so on a lighter note, Mel Gibson is also in a new movie Christmas? called Fat Christians? Man. Well, okay, I want to... I wanna, trailer came out recently. I want to explain this the way that I watched the trailer. Okay, go ahead. Because I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, okay. I know I know. Gage likes Mel Gibson. Yes. And I was like, okay, this seems like an interesting movie. That man is movie. a saint. <laughs> Quote by Gage Cliff. Seems like an interesting movie. There's like snow and shit. It's like, <laughs> oh, fucking... It seems like a cool, like, thriller thing. And then, like... You very quickly find out this is like a gritty movie about basically <laughs> Mel Gibson essentially plays Santa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, is this like a joke for a while? Like the trailer definitely takes its time to tell you yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And they're like, oh fuck, they're they're actually doing this it. This guy <laughs> has like bloody knuckles, like beaten up like a, a a bag. He's got like guns and stuff, and then he's it's like he's Santa. It's like Bad Santa, but actually, but yeah. it, it's like Logan, yeah, <laughs> Santa, like a, a gritty Santa. <laughs> so bat, like, it's thriller. like it's like going from like the old cartoony Batman to suddenly like just randomly watching The Dark Knight, where it's like, oh, oh, we're not making fun of him anymore. He's like serious shit. I'm kind of excited. I mean, I, I sounds looks interesting. I don't know. Seems interesting. That's for sure. I think it'll be good. I really do. I'm worried the trailer gave a little too much away. Really? Maybe. I feel like towards um, the end, especially. There were some parts that made me laugh, too. I mean, it's not, like, my most anticipated movie of all time, but it, it got my attention. I'm normally not into the whole, you know, Christmas movie fad. I feel like we get, like, a new Christmas movie every year, and, yeah. and I'm, I normally don't really care. This but... seems original, though. It seems yeah. unique. Yeah, this seems like somebody's, I mean, like, dude. weird, like, stony passion project. They're like, yeah. dude, what if... What if we did it? A... <laughs> well, and I will say, it's what nice... What if we did a movie that was... I'm inherently I inherently yeah! get excited when Mel Gibson is in a new like movie that's not his own though because it's nice to see that people are yeah. still casting him. All right, moving on. All right, number three. So we got um, a live action Lion King sequel. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what I'm curious number four. No. <laughs> so what I'm curious about is like, yeah, the the Lion King movie is one of the top ten highest grossing movies of all time, and it was still a bomb technically. No, no, it oh. made a shit ton of movie. Like it was. <laughs> it made a shit ton of movie, guys. Money, money it made a shit ton of money. It made a lot of movies. <laughs> but what? It's such a good movie. So what? many fucking movies. <laughs> what are they gonna base the second one on? Because Obviously, the first one's based on the original. Is the second one going to be based on the direct-to-DVD Lion King sequel? Or, or, okay, I or Lion a, King one I mean, and it a half was, with the it, it, it wasn't even... The first live-action Lion King wasn't even received well at all. <laughs> so, like, it already wasn't received well. And now they're going to base it off of a... I mean, a new story. Let me or ask what? you this: Do you think we should be excited because we were bitching about how the Lion King was just a fucking shot-for-shot remake? Should we be excited that they're going to be? I mean, I guess they're still making a sequel to something pre-existing, but they might be doing something different. I don't know. I mean, I'm not excited, but I'm I'm trying to play no, devil's advocate. Here's, if, here's if you, what if, I think's going to happen, and hear me out. I think at the beginning of the movie, this better not be a dumbass joke. No, I'm not kidding. Okay. Like, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> Roll credits. Roar, XD. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the movie. At the beginning of the movie, um, Simba's dad is gonna resurrect 
Like he's gonna push the stone out, and then he's gonna. This was a and joke. And then he's gonna. It was a joke. He's gonna me. ascend. And I believe you. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. It's I believe you. It's gonna, it's gonna have the same story. Like Mel Gibson's, Gibson's gonna walk out. <laughs> okay. And say uh, never mind. It's. I think it'll be an original story, and I don't really care because if you can't put any emotions, I mean, it's it's lame to be like. The lions weren't emotional, but if you can't put any emotion yeah. in those lions' face, and I absolutely, I thought, I thought you're gonna fart in my face. No, I'm like, gonna get heat for this, that. but I thought the voice acting was like a, an abomination. I thought it was bad. So I just, if you have it what was, I consider wasn't that good. a bad <laughs> voice cast, and you just bring back everyone, and it's just like, great, no emotion, and the voicing is. Bad again. What I think is funny is they brought back James Earl Jones to read the same lines, and it's like, why didn't you just use the? Old they could have just yeah. used the old takes, and no one would know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, we already saw that Mulan like the new like a lot of people didn't like it. It was all right. Did you guys see it? No, we'll talk about that. Never. <clears throat> Number four. So as you guys know. Steven Spielberg has been connected to every Indiana Jones movie up to this point, and due to, oh. and due to creative differences, it was him who dropped Steven out. Steven Spielberg left Indiana Jones. Oh 5. shit! Yeah. So yeah. creative Wait. differences with who? Um, so I, I I read a quote from David Coep, who is the writer. I think. Oh, okay, he wrote. Uh, I think he wrote one of the Spider, the Sam Raimi Spider. Well, yeah, David, he wrote like Jurassic David Park Co- and all kinds of shit. Coep wrote all of the Harry Potter movies except for the fifth one. Oh wow! Yep. Didn't he write Jurassic so, Park, or am I fucking retarded? I don't know. Who he he directed don't, Mordecai. Don't don't tell me who. What I think you're gonna tell me is is that the person who's directing the movie is. Um, I know who who should direct it. Here, I'm I actually. actually I want to look rumor. up. The, I want to look up the quote. I've just, heard this rumor, and I think this would be awesome, though. Hmm. To be honest, if we're just before we talk about that, I I I just want to like let you guys know where I stand on the whole Indiana Jones five. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. I don't know why we're doing this. I mean, I don't know why we did four. Yeah, because the last one wasn't very good, so I'm like, why are people excited for... Why is this a good idea? We already tried this. I hope I can find this. It was, it was, it was a little bit embarrassing. And I know you kind of like that. You movie. want me to end my career right now? Do it. By saying Indiana the... Jones 4 is the is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. You fucking contrarian. <sighs> I'm so sorry. guys. Are you allergic to popular opinions, you fuck? Okay, I'll just say that like a lot of people grew up with the original... Indiana Jones movies. I never watched any of them. The first one I ever watched was the fourth one. So that's just the one that I had nostalgia for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's just how it is. And I, I mean, like, I will say there are good parts in it. Ah, here we go. Yeah. But overall, I it's, it's. I mean, there's stupid all right, parts. Obviously. This is from David Coop. His quote: "I tried a couple different versions of Steven, and they all had some good stuff about them, and they all had some stuff that didn't work, which happens. But it was just very hard to have everybody come together and have all the elements." Steven, Harrison, the script, and Disney come together at once, and it just didn't. Hmm. Yeah. So Steven Spielberg left. Okay. Well, who who do we think? Oh, okay. J- James Mangold is going to direct yeah. it. Oh, he is. Okay, yeah. so that wasn't just a rumor. I was going to say okay. I, I heard that rumor. I don't know. That's weird. I don't. I never. <clears throat> I I heard that rumor that he was supposed to direct it, but I never. What what else I didn't, is he directing? I didn't know that Steven Logan. Spielberg actually. Uh, yeah, Logan Ford B. Ferrari. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, so I, I can see. That I mean, working. he's he's yeah. got the 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 gritty cinematography yeah. look. I think that would I think fit it, it. It's a good fit. And I yeah. think Steven Spielberg has lost his touch a little bit. So like, I mean, I never. Yeah. Is he still producing though? I don't know. He probably is. Oh yeah, I, I bet. I mean, yeah. The last few like Steven Spielberg. Spiel, Steven Spielberg's been like an autopilot 
for the last like eight years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I had heard, I had read a, I had Ready heard rumors one. that James Mangold Gold was gonna direct it, but I always thought they were just rumors, and I thought Spielberg was gonna do it. He's auto. Yeah, you ready, player Steven one. Spielberg. That's a good impression. Thank you. I'm Steven Spielberg. Hey, I, I think the I directed Jaws. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. I think Bridge of Spies was the last movie Steven Spielberg did that I liked. I actually liked Bridge of Spies. Last movie. I would still consider that like an Oscar. Oscar I mean, last movie he did that I really liked was Jaws. I'm just kidding. I, like I, the I beginning even, of his career. I didn't even. The see last him. good movie he ever did was fucking Duel. I mean, I do really like his ambulance short film. I actually like Ready Player One. Was like so. I didn't even see Ready. I haven't even seen that yeah, yet. It's fun, um, but yeah, he's gone. What else has he done recently? He's dead. Bridge, Goodbye. Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Post. Post. And did he do something last year? And he's just. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's doing um, the Ansel Elgort one. Didn't he do like be it? Oh, West West Side yeah. Story. Well, is it still happening? Yeah. Who knows? It got pushed back. Yeah. Um, like everything else. Yeah. Um, all right, so I really want to talk about this one. There's is this mo- our last? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm let's just make it our last one. I'm scared. This is this movie is called Black, and it's been announced. It's originally a graphic novel, and it is a okay. movie where everyone in the world, well, only black people have superpowers. That's it. No one else, like, if you're black, you have superpowers. That's the premise, but everybody else doesn't. Is there, there's no more to the premise? No. There's no like, okay. I wonder what the meaning of the graphic novel is. I've heard I've heard the graphic novel isn't even that great. Okay, all right. Um, I know I'm just gonna say what everybody's thinking right now. If they made a movie called White, where only white people had superpowers, everybody would lose their shit. So it's hard for me to like say how I feel about it because like I don't know like what what they're trying to say with that. You know what I mean? On paper, it sounds awful, but like yeah. maybe there's something they're trying to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, there could be. There, you could do something really cool with that. I think mm-hmm. you could have a really strong message with that, but I doubt that's where they're gonna go. No, I think it's gonna be. Also, the title is like right, very un. I create like the black. black. What do we call this movie? <laughs> black. I guarantee. Send it out. I guarantee you. <laughs> That the main villain is going to be like the most stereoty- Donald Trump. No, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be the most stereotypical no, like white person or <laughs> or group of white people ever. You know, that's the, that's what I think it's going to be. Oh, I don't, don't want to get too like I don't want directed g- by Ava DuVernay. I don't know. I don't want to get like Produced political, but like George it's Steel. like I mean the movie is political. It's like one hundred percent like right. trying to. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't not you can't get apply political. politics to something that's already. I'm gonna make a movie. Political. Where, like, only straight people have powers. If you're gay, I'm sorry, you're just inferior. <laughs> See, isn't, doesn't that just sound shitty? Well, again, I don't know enough about the source material to know what they're doing with it. I'd be again, curious to... Like, if you told me more about, like, what this graphic novel's based our on... Our white privilege is our superpower, so it's just, like, making them equal with us. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so that's the movie, and I think it's plain ridiculous, so... Hmm. I don't really have anything else to say because yeah, I, I mean my I, initial reaction is to get really pissed off and just be like what the fuck But I do think that there's more I need to know. Yeah, I know? mean If if they did the same thing with like any race, I'd be like that I do stupid. agree though Like if if we knew the same amount of information about a movie called white same mm-hmm. premise same amount of information I do think 
we'd be seeing a lot everywhere. of people freaking yeah. out. We would see it everywhere. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to like jump the gun. But even beyond that, you would be like, which doesn't sound very interesting. That's that's. <laughs> well, yeah. In my, that alone. In my opinion, that's how I immediately, for me, deem anything racist. In my opinion, I go, if you flip it, would people freak out? And if the answer is yes, then I'm sorry, but I think it's racist. And I think the important thing is, is like, regardless of whether the movie was called Black, White, Asian, like, whatever. Like, if, if Come watch just, my movie, Asian. Asian. Asian, and it's just like, all Asian people have powers, I'd be like, okay, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, I'd have the same reaction regardless. Uh, I think it's, I think our immediate reaction is kind of like, what the fuck, because like, Despite whatever message you're trying to say with that, it's obviously not very, um, what's the word? Subtle! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, it kind of, it kind of, it like, no matter what, I what mean, the, I mean, it's kind of eye roll worthy either way. I guess Just from you, a storytelling standpoint. Say, uh, I guess you could say the title is on the nose. Like and subscribe. <laughs> All right, just start. Do we that. want to talk about Tenet or? Yeah, let's talk about Tenet. So okay. first, Tenet first, first, Tenet. first of all, let's talk about um, really quickly. Let's give a synopsis, which might be kind of hard, and then kind of just what we like yeah. about it. Quick little synopsis. Get, who, spoiler. Do you think discussion? you could give the best? <laughs> okay. Did you just shit your pants? No. Okay. Spoiler-free synopsis. Just ignore me. Okay. All right. Spoiler-free synopsis of Tenet. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Uh, there's like a end of the world thing that could possibly be happening and this guy and another guy are trying to stop it using time there is a device or like some kind of machine or something that can yeah. make you reverse certain elements of time and yeah. by using that they're trying to prevent past things but only by going in reverse it's really hard to explain but you you don't you can't really understand it till you see it. I, I mean, guess. I'm sure most people know what the fuck. I mean, yeah, the whole you're not supposed to understand it. You yeah. have to feel it, like yeah. in the trailer. Um. So yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I think it's spoiler free <clears throat> talk really fast. Yeah, really fast. I really enjoyed it. It's probably my third favorite movie of the year. Um, I was a little confused, but I I really enjoyed it overall. Halfway okay, the first half because I saw it recently. Uh, the first half I was like. All right, okay, this is, like, an interesting, like, this is Christopher Nolan's take on, like, a spy movie. This is interesting. This isn't bad. I mean, it's not, like, amazing, but, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. And then once we got to the scene that I can't talk about yet, yeah, mm -hmm. the halfway point, you okay. probably know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm really on board now. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I, like, I, like, I went from, like, watching it like this to going, like, like Whoa. this. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you wow. think? Wow. Um, well, it's move. Okay. That's very interesting because I feel like I had the exact opposite, like okay. complete opposite experience. Um, I was very on board in the beginning, kind of started to lose me. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. but like different things won me over towards the end, mm -hmm. but also it, I I okay. did mostly kind of get lost. Um, just to sum it up, I. I really like Nolan. He's one of my favorite directors. Um, I always have high expectations for his movies. And was I disappointed with Tenet? I guess yes. Um, but there was still enough there for me to really appreciate. It was a wonderful theater experience, obviously. I think any Nolan movie is. Um, I appreciated it like on a technical level. It's just fucking immaculate. Um, and But um, it's just... I felt as though there was layers 
missing. Okay. Um, I, I definitely expected more. Um, but like I said on Letterboxd, even an okay Nolan movie is yeah. a fucking awesome experience. Really quick, rapid fire, letter grade. What would you give it? Letter grade, I guess a B. Okay. Okay. Probably give it like a like a between a B like a three or a B three and, and a B half. minus probably. Okay, I'd give it a I'd give it a B plus. I think it, on Letterboxd, I'd probably give it like a three and a half or a three out of yeah, five. Yeah, so we're looking at the B range. It looks like so I yeah. give it a B plus. All right, so do we want to hop into spoilers? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler talk. Yeah. All right. It's like impossible to talk about this. Movie yeah, it's it's, it's super strange. It's um, still really hard to describe. So I mean, if we kind of want to just like jump right into the thing that we were talking about, like the halfway point when mm-hmm. obviously things like. Uh, it's funny that I didn't really think about this until like watching the movie. I mean, obviously the whole thing with Tenet, like you can, it's the same backwards as it is for. That's the whole thing with the movie is like yeah. the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie are technically the same, mm-hmm. but just like In goes reverse. forward and then reverse. For me, I didn't think that twist was, and I hate when people do this when they're like, oh yeah, I saw the twist coming. But I was like, this isn't even a twist. Did it did it seem like a twist to you guys? Well, I didn't. No, I didn't see like there a were, twist. There it were, just made me go like, oh shit. Well, now I'm looking at the first half of the movie differently. But I mean, were you... And it made me want to go back and rewatch During the first half of the movie, were there ever times where you were thinking, oh, this is what they're going to do? Because I had that experience where... No, maybe I'm just stupid and I didn't see it I'm not even accusing you of... I'm not accusing of myself of... Like, I'm not saying I'm smart at all. I just didn't feel like Nolan even wanted to surprise me. It kind of just felt like... I mean, obviously, there were things that didn't make any sense towards the first half, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess they'll they'll yeah. just probably it'll probably be themselves like reverse." Like I just assumed I, immediately yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I feel happen. kind of dumb because I didn't think that at all. I was like, because I didn't know that they were involved with the time stuff at all. I just assumed it was like the bad guys or whatever. Yeah. So I would say for me, there were little twists throughout the entire second half because yeah. for me, I would be like. Something strange would happen during a scene, and I'd be like, oh, I wonder, like, what the fuck? Why did that happen? And, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be, like, explained. I, I In my head, I was like, it'll be explained in, like, a sentence later on in the movie. But no, I'm like, oh, shit, this happened because yeah. they did it in reverse. And there were just little moments where I, I don't even think about it. I'm like, oh, that's, that's strange that that car drove by or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, little things. Like, a car drives by. And it's just yeah. like, oh shit, I that mean, was them. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the basic, and it got me every the time. The basic premise though is the same. <clears throat> Even if there's like those little moments, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, because it's like the yeah. same. Oh, it's just like the reverse thing happening. It's, oh, it's just the reverse thing happening. Yeah. Like I love it. It's so cool. But it's like it's kind of the the second half of the movie. The experience for me, it, it just came became monotonous because it well, was just yeah. like. There wasn't, like, by that halfway point, obviously I was expecting it to happen, but, like, yeah. once once my suspicions are proved correct, yeah. in that in, right in the middle when it starts going in reverse, I'm like, okay, right. And then, like, I'm like, oh, I have to watch the whole movie over again. I mean, I will say, like, the whole, like, the entire, most of the movie relies on you thinking that the premise is cool. Because if you don't, there's but not I a do whole, think it's cool. There's yeah. not a whole lot else to chew the, on. The reason why I was so surprised is because both the the good guys and the yeah. bad guys had uh, accessibility to this equipment. So the entire time, whenever something would happen, I'd be like, okay, so who is it that's coming back to try and fix something? Yeah. So I just that was always yeah. in my head. I'm like, all right, is it the good guy or is it the bad guy? I think my issue with this like boils down. It, it is pretty simple. Yeah. Um. 
it, it, it's frustrating because I do think it's super cool. And I'm like, I love the structure. I love how it's like kind of the same first half of a movie doubled, but like in reverse, I just think it's so fucking cool. Like you end up in the same place kind of. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's kind of reminds me of like the memento structure. Nolan's a genius and I want to love it and I do love it, but because he didn't give me more to chew on it's just that structure it's just the structure yeah. it's not the inception thing where not only is the premise cool not only is the structure awesome awesome not only is you know all of this shit you're seeing amazing but there's more there's character stuff there's so much more to chew on and i didn't think that there was that layer that mm -hmm. those extra couple layers in tenet well the one I, that's why it was frustrating one layer i really appreciated was at the very end is when uh robert pattinson Robert Pattinson's character like basically sacrifices himself in reverse yeah. and and like you find out that Robert Pattinson had known um, right. um yeah. him, like, I like that too like for so long so the entire time you're like why do they seem so close like they don't seem to know each other all that well and then you realize mm -hmm. that Robert Pattinson had really known this guy because of time somehow I'm still a little confused no. but had yeah. really known this guy and was friends with him for a while well See, I saw this with our friend Zach, and like right after the movie, he told me that like there's some theories going yes. around that um, uh, that the um the girl who like is like the girlfriend to like the the mob the the yep. Russian guy, yeah, like her son, Gilderoy is, Lockhart. Her son is basically like Robert Pattinson, which like interesting, is, which yeah. I really like, that. and like Nolan has not necessarily denied that. That is super cool. See, so, I really like that. It makes wish... you think about the movie differently. Yeah. I just think that, like, if they had added that extra layer, like, I really like that idea. I wish mm -hmm. they would have... Obviously, I don't need you to tell me that, but, like, I wish they would have explored just a tiny bit I more. hate myself for wanting a sequel. But, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe I need to watch it again. Obviously, I need yeah. to watch it again. I feel... I already... Right after it was done, I was like, I need to see it I again. I don't think that there's things just that to I necessarily Just missed. to pick up on everything. I don't think that I'm going to watch it be like, oh, I didn't fucking notice that. But I, you know, maybe like, maybe I would grow to appreciate it a little bit more. My only problem with this movie is to me personally, is it's not like, I really, really like it. I really do. Um, it's not super rewatchable in my opinion. I don't think so either, but like, I also feel an obligation to rewatch it. It's like, it. yeah. it's like after you watch it. It's almost it, exhausting. After you watch it twice, you're probably like, all right, I'm going to get everything I was going to get out of that movie, you know? I mean, it's one of those things that, like, during the movie, I was like, I can't rewatch this. This is exhausting. Well, and then as time's gone by, I'm like, yeah. If I you like think about it with that, that theory yeah. in mind, with the sun or whatever, right. I feel like if you think about it from a different point of view, yes. it becomes an entirely different story. But, I mean, should the movie... I don't... You know, these are just theories, though. Like, obviously, theories can be, you know, exciting watching a yeah. movie. But it's not like Inception, you know, like, where the ending... The ending of Inception, obviously, not to spoil it, I don't, I don't know, whatever. But everybody's seen Inception. Yeah, everybody's seen if Inception. If you haven't, I mean, I'm not even really going to spoil it. But you know, the ending of Inception, like, it's, it is kind of like leaving it up to you in a sense. Yeah. But it at least poses that question. Yeah. Right. Where Tenet doesn't really pose those questions. It kind of just like, literally, whatever you want to think, think. You know, and it's a little too open. -ended. It's a little too too open. Not even open ended, but it's a little just too open in general. What's wrong with open ended endings? Like the future thing. Like they don't really talk about. They don't really go into that at all. And I don't need you to hold my hand. But I want to know more about the, this because mm -hmm. it's so fascinating. I was 
I was really disappointed to to learn that the trailers of the movie for Tenet really portray the movie accurately. Yeah. There really isn't a whole lot else you learn. Yeah. And it's very sad. Well, to me. I think this also I think this has been a trend in not all of it, it varies from movie to movie, but I think a lot of the time Nolan's movies tend to be very, very plot focused. Yes. Almost to a fault to the point where like you don't really know. You don't really get to know that characters very well. And for this movie, it kind of makes sense, and it does add to like the coolness of it. That like, you know, these guys are they're spies. You know, so like, you know, no nobody knows who their identities are, and that's part of the mystery of yeah. it. Yeah, which is kind of cool, but it only goes so far in like a two and a half hour movie where you're like, all right, it'd be, you know, and like the most character shit you get is with like, um. The main character, who literally on in the credits is called the protagonist, right? Which I think is cool. Yeah, I think I, it's, I think it's cool in theory. In the movie, it's I don't know. It's a little too like winky. Like, see, what I, think we're they, doing? I think they overplay it. Can yeah. You, can you? Okay. Can you guys try and help me with the logistics of like the time travel? Or I don't even know if it's called time travel or what. So he calls if, it in the movie. It's called inversion. Okay. If that if if that is Robert Pattinson, the 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 girl's son so does that mean he was from like way in the future he reversed back to a, ri- a certain time and then he stopped time and made it continue forward i i i, I so don't even have the brain capacity <laughs> that's, to that's even one of but those does things. that can you guys do you guys understand what i'm do. saying does that do. make sense yeah it does make sense um that's kind of yeah. what i'm thinking he would have to like he'd have to go in reverse for a, for a long, long ass time so i mean that's one of those situations where i do think rewatching it you could kind of view it through that lens you could kind of rewatch it multiple times with different ideas and kind of, yeah. oh, okay, and try to just, like, um, trial and error, see what applies, see what yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about, like, Nolan's exposition? Like, everybody's everybody's critiqued his exposition in the past. Personally, I think he's, like, better than anybody at giving exposition. exposition. As far as I'm concerned, he can fuck me with it. Um, <laughs> but, but as far as Tenet goes, I, it didn't work for me, and I can explain why, but at first I want to hear what you guys think. I, don't I mean, I know. definitely think this movie was, like, really, really exposition-heavy. Yes. Particularly, well, I was going to say in the first half, but kind of throughout. Like, a lo- no, majority of the dialogue in this movie seems like it's exposition. You yeah. Know? Like, I so, feel like that's fair to say. I don't, that- I don't even know. I... I- I yeah. was just trying to grasp what was going the fact on the that whole movie. Me, that we all saw the same movie and then like we can it, and even and it was full of exposition and we still don't fully know what we watched. <laughs> okay, is interesting. Well, I mean, do does exposition tend to bother you? And when is it okay for you? I mean, I think exposition well, can be one of those things that can make you cringe when you're just like, all right. I mean, calm I think down. it's necessary. Well, here's yeah. the thing: it's a necessary exposition evil. Okay. is okay but with when me. When it's not necessary, when is we, the audience, <clears throat> are on the same page as the main character, the main the main character has no idea what's going on, right? And neither do we. So that's why I think it's okay for someone to explain this to him, as well as us, because not only. I mean, he has no... Someone has to tell him. Right. So he has no idea what's going on, thus... Yeah. Well, it's kind of like... It's kind of like the... Um, See, if it's like, wow, your dog ran away. Like, if it's something that the main character already knows, yeah. that's when I'm like, okay. Or something you could tell us visually. Which yeah. happens, you know. Like, Interstellar, like... I mean, McConaughey knows about about stuff and they'd still tell him anyway but mm-hmm. they tell him because the audience has to but i don't mean, think that happened yeah. a lot in tenet where the main character already knew it okay but i think for me what like i don't i was gonna ask you this next question i don't think 
exposition is inherently bad. I don't think it's technically something you have to always avoid. I think mm-hmm. usually, but not always. No, I don't think. No, it 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 it, it can be. It it is necessary. Like I so. think I think Nolan really does use it well in previous movies. Mm-hmm. Inception. Flawless. I've never had a problem Fucking with it. Fucking flawless yeah. in Inception. And I think the reason why it is is because it's consistently interesting. It never right. loses you. It's like through training that girl. Yes, like something's exactly. happening. Interstellar, I personally, I don't think a lot of people agree. I think the Inception, or the, the exposition is also yeah. flawless. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be like, I feel like these characters would know these things, but it's interesting enough. I don't yeah. care. I'm, ch- I'm like... Give me more. I want to know more about the space shit. That's you know, the it's, thing. it's super cool, like the time and stuff yeah. that they do in, Inception, in Interstellar. <laughs> but with Tenet, even though I think, you know, exposition, it's probably just as exposition heavy as like, you know, mm-hmm. Inception or Interstellar is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't find it as interesting. I kind of didn't, and I don't feel like I was given enough answers to warrant all of the But the thing is, it's almost like... It's funny you say that because I feel like even by the end of the movie, there's a lot that the characters don't even know. Exactly. Exactly. So you feel just as lost. But as I they and, do. and that's and that's fair. I think that's fair. But I mean, what I love about Inception is that it is also very fantastical, like like Tenet is. Like obviously yeah. he's setting his own ground rules, right. which is awesome when you see that. But I definitely think that Inception, he really understood the rules that he was creating. He really understood the world. Yeah. And I think you could make a fair argument that even Nolan doesn't technically really know what he was doing. I don't want to like assume things, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like Nolan himself even fully understood all of the rules he was creating, which is understandable because it's super fucking complicated. We, we talked about this after the movie yeah. where if literally any other director made this movie, we would be exactly. like, oh my gosh, this That's movie is so good, so crazy. But Nolan's bar is so high because he's just such a, right. uh, like one of the greatest he's, he's directors fucking, of our yeah, time. He's fucking great. Is he makes something that like is like pretty good. I mean, and at we're this like, point, yeah. my standards you know? are yeah. way too high. Like yeah. it's, it's too high right. and I need to probably lower the bar a little bit because I mean, Inter- Interstellar is like, like, Mm-hmm. top tier for yeah. me. You know, I mean, the so. thing with me, with I, I still think that, like, you know, Memento is, like, my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. And it's funny because, hmm. like, out of all of his movies, that might be one of the smallest scale movies. But I think that's why I like it because I think, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, uh, like, it's, like, Christopher Nolan tends to do, he tends to work better with the smaller... Of scale that he has and you can disagree with me and that's okay but i i tend to like him better it's when he starts to get like you know we get into tenet we get into um not inception i think like inception dunkirk? was like the perfect middle ground i didn't see dunkirk but like i know i wasn't a huge fan of interstellar just kind of because like even though it was cool and like learning about the space shit by the end of it i was like okay well what what was I supposed to take away from yeah. it? Like, what was the thing? I think Dunkirk yeah. felt kind of empty. No, I mean, okay. I think as far as messaging goes, I don't know exactly what you take away from Interstellar. If like, it's not super right. easy to say this is what he was trying to say. I think say. the thing with Interstellar, and we've talked about Interstellar a yeah, million times. Yeah. And, and that would be a fun. That would be a fun. Podcast. I want to rewatch it because it's been yeah. forever. We can save the yeah the majority of that discussion. But like, it's like um, it's like the movie feels like it's. It ha- it's leaving you with something more important or 
it's leaving you with more to chew on than it actually is. And that's right. kind of where I'm like, whoa, what? I, I think yeah. the reason, I guess just to clarify why I love it or sell it, it's just because it, it... Yeah. And you're not the only one that loves right, that movie. Right, so it's right, not right. like... You, there's, it's it's yeah. weird because there's a lot of people who love it and there's a lot of people who don't. So hmm. it's, it's very... I feel yeah. like it's pretty... Uh, mixed um i don't know interstellar feels the most human out of all of nolan's movies right. to me if it, it, uh, i mean people criticize his characters a lot but i think that interstellar just like personally i really connect with the emotion in that movie yeah i mean obviously there's the whole like messaging of like the whole love thing with anne hathaway i think that that is kind of trying like kind of what he was trying to say mm-hmm. and i do connect with it i think he could have done it better but i mean like as as far as the scope goes and all the nolan-esque things that he does I think it really worked and also played well, and I think and I, with the with the human elements that he brought in, I think that all of these things complemented each other really well. And um, I don't know, I thought it was just like the best the best version of Nolan that we're ever really gonna get. Yeah, I, I think I can say that the only not Nolan, really sure what I what I even the said only there. the only Nolan movie that I don't think is like that great is Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, I mean if. Even if any other director made that, I still would be well, like, oh, it's, it's and he, fine. And the thing with Dunkirk and Tenet that obviously he's done is he's kind of stepped back from the whole character thing. He's definitely just leaning into yeah. the plot heavy, heavy yeah. stuff. And, and, so, and he's sometimes Tenet kind of felt like like set piece the movie a little bit. Yeah, where it's like we're going from all right now we got this set piece and fuck I mean shit like it's not very often you get you get to see like them actually like crash a plane yeah into cool. a building like they just actually did that that's yeah. bananas i i, I think bananas. that's bananas i don't man. people have always criticized no one for his like the lack of emotion in his movies like the character and i don't agree i mean i guess if we're just talking memento yeah i definitely don't think memento i think memento has a great character well that's why i like memento yeah, the but, most because it's his most character but focused. but i but i think but i think interstellar has that human emotion i think inception has there's a, so much motivation there you understand all the characters yeah. and um, i really like inception too i think inception was like his perfect balance of both yeah but and, now but like late christopher nolan he's starting to get too caught up i think sometimes in the scope of things yeah and he forgets to pay attention i think to the, i think he was and that's kind where of, some people lose him i think it feels like after interstellar all those critiques that he got about like you know like people just not connecting with it emotionally because it, it's like really hit or miss you yeah. know like some people i don't know how much you connected with with the emotion in that movie i personally really did but it seemed like he really listened to all those people who had like really critiqued him on that and he did step back and now he's just not even trying to do it and it kind of depresses me because i do think he's he's better at it than he thinks mm-hmm. he is i don't i mean i don't know what he thinks but i i do think he is good at it um i do appreciate you know tenant and dunkirk mm-hmm. for what they are because we don't get a lot of movies like that where they're just very yeah. plot based whatever it's cool but i do hope eventually he kind of tries to do the you know focus in on characters a little mm-hmm. bit more and because i mean look at the batman movies i mean those yeah. are the arcs are crazy in that yeah movie. I'm going to say something that might be kind of controversial. Okay. Even though I like a lot of Christopher Nolan movies, I think he's an amazing director. I think he's an incredible visionary. I don't know if he's as good as a of a... Not a writer, but particularly like a screenwriter as maybe some people perceive him to be. Okay. Because the, you do... 
Like, as far as the concepts and the premises and, like, the structure of the movies and shit, like, he's fucking, like, that's the best part of it. I mean, fuck, he loves to play with, like, non-linear storytelling yeah. all the time. And that's what makes yeah. it so interesting. But, like, you know, I'd be lying if I said sometimes his cracks do show sometimes when it comes to, like, some dialogue... I mean, I mean, fuck, in this movie, in Tenet, we literally got the whole, like, verbatim, if I can't have you, no one can. Like, I mean, right. Like, I mean, come on. It's 2020 totally, and we're totally, still doing totally, yeah. that. Like, I think, I, I mean, if you watch Tenet through the lens of just, like, thinking about the mind of Nolan, yeah, it does feel like he's really listening to his critics, though. Yeah. I mean, look at the fight. Yeah. There's a hand-to-hand combat scene in that movie. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. There's only one. But I mean, it's better than anything in the that, Batman trilogy. That still about gets me. Yeah. That still yeah. gets me. When he it's, uses the cheese grater on the face to slam some... Oh my gosh, so that seems so painful. So that gives me hope that he's listening to what people are saying, yeah. trying to improve on it. But maybe he's also listening too much, and he's like, oh, people don't think I, I understand human emotion. Fuck it, I'm not even going to try, you know? It's yeah. just like, it's a yeah. balance. I've, maybe he'll start listening. Maybe he'll start trying to really focus in on the dialogue. Yeah. I mean, more. I think he I think I he can't is, wait I think he is listening years to, to see criticism, and I think he is, yeah. like, you know... He, it, I think he's, he's in a... He, but I think, he adapts, he does. I, I, think, I, think. I think his... I don't know. Sometimes I think he gets way too over his head with the scope sometimes, and that's where he loses yeah. some people. What else can he do with time? Yeah. I like, know. I feel like he's done. But that's another interesting conversation, too, because I, I also feel like it's a myth that you need, you always need... This is another unpopular thing that I might say, is sometimes I think you don't always need super fleshed-out characters. Perfect example is I've always said that, like, I we would all agree, I feel like, that, like, do you guys like The Matrix for the most part? Like, you would it's, say it's, it's like, pretty good. it's a good movie at least. Yeah. Like, but, like, you think about Keanu Reeves, and, like, he's, like, the flattest character known to man. But the reason you don't care is because I would argue the real character of that movie is the fucking world they build. Yeah. So if your f- characters are going to be flat, or if you if like you best believe that the world you're setting up is so goddamn interesting, and because you can't help but connect with that character as you're both yeah. learning yeah. about, so the and that that's why I it's like it doesn't matter if the character is blank, and I think like Tenet gets almost there. Thank you. Tenet almost gets there, yeah. but like. It's such a confusing and complicated thing that yeah, like, it is. It is when a, when in, when there's times where you can't understand exactly what's happening, you don't always have the characters to fall back on. Yes. So then yes, that's exactly. I think that's where that's that's a very good way of yeah. putting it. There's not that like safety net kind of right where it's like as much as I do wish the characters were more fleshed out and you understood them a little bit better. Um, the world doesn't feel what you okay yeah okay yeah the world isn't as fleshed out energy drink <laughs> no continue the world just isn't as fleshed out as i wish it was like if the world if he if the world was more you know it understood and there was more layers there then like i wouldn't be really upset about the lack of character you know yeah so i think it's um I mean, I feel like in Tenet specifically, like the, the strongest character moments we got was from the 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 supporting character, the 
the main, I guess, the villain, I guess, if you could call it that, the of the, the girlfriend yeah. of the Russian. But, I mean, even that felt kind of, like, sort of weak to me. I mean, yeah, and the thing, too, is, like, you look at the story of Tenet, it's just, like, inherently not as tragic as, like, Inception and Interstellar is, which is where the emotion comes from. I think yeah. those are pretty tragic stories right. in their own way. And Tenet is very... It's very complex, but it's also straightforward as far as character goes, you yeah. know? Like, it's just very like, okay. Yeah, like, like the main character. I mean, that's cool. The, the protagonist doesn't really have... It doesn't feel like he really has anything at stake, personally. No. So, what did we think of uh, Kenneth Branagh as the villain? He was kind of off. In that whole subplot. He was, he was kind of off and on for me. I, he was kind of generic. Like, the, like, Russian, yeah. like, It's sad. Bad I, guy. I don't know. I just, yeah. like... I didn't want to be the guy who was, you know, but I, I didn't like it. I mean, I think a lot of people crazy, wanted to like this movie a lot more. Than I didn't me. think he was bad. I thought he was okay. I think acting wise, he was all right, but the character was like, yeah, I just didn't think flat. he fit the movie. I just felt like every time we were going to him, it was just like, felt a little like, what are, why, cartoony. what are we doing focusing on like this side plot in this world? This world yeah. is yeah. like, I want to know more about this world and we're focusing in on a, like an abusive relationship. It just, I don't know. And yeah. I'm, I'm confused about like does the main character have feelings for the girl or like not because he's like at all costs we have to save this girl but like yeah you could like save felt, save felt, the world or save this random girl i felt a bit half-assed just kinda yeah like, eh. i've been holding on to this thought for like 25 minutes i didn't know when to fit it in but just kind of with that theory that robert pattinson did have to go back like really really far i was thinking about this when they the the two characters did have to go back Robert Pattinson was like sleeping and like kind of calm and collected like he'd been doing it for a long time and then what's his name John David Washington he was like impatient was like oh when is this gonna Mm -hmm. and so I was just thinking about that I was like wow that really fits into the theory the theory that Robert Pattinson had like been doing it for so long yeah Hmm. okay yeah I mean okay I think I think we basically said everything that we want to say about it um it's I, well, I definitely mean, not Nolan's best. I think most people would agree. Yeah, it's not. It's not his worst. I don't think it's his best. Um, My favorite part of the movie, personally, was when he first goes, like to the to the like the the reversed version of the world. Like everything's in reversed, and like that was so cool to me personally. Of just like. You know, like all like you could see like the air moving backwards and yeah, stuff. that was awesome. There was one thing that might be a plot hole because immediately when he because they they set up the thing that which I think is a really cool idea that he has to wear like the respirator because like oxygen, oxygen goes moves in reverse backwards, and then and then if something catches on fire, it immediately freezes. But by that same logic. Who else would think about that? You yeah. know, like Nolan's the only person like that, that would be like, "This is super cool. fascinating." Gosh. But by that same logic, and I turn in the middle of the movie, I turned to Zach, who I was seeing it with, and I said, "Wouldn't that mean that like every time he gets into a car and he starts it up, the car would just instantly explode?" Hmm. Like why? Because doesn't the gasoline have to go to a certain part of oh, the car? Yeah. yeah. And, like, instead, it would instead of I don't go, know. the heat expelling, See, it would go inside. That's so interesting. Well. But oh, is man. it? But is it? But is it because he's going in? Yeah. Was, so it's kind of confusing. Was that car going in reverse? And he says that in the movie. He's like, "Can I drive?" And they kind of like, they're kind of. I don't remember what they say, but it almost was like, "Let's not worry about that, right?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It was like it got too complicated, even for Nolan. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and it was like I. I mean, yeah. I would say my favorite part of the movie was towards the beginning, and I think most of it just happens comes down to like that looming feeling of oh fuck, what's what's going on? Who's right. behind all this? Like, I, and that's what that's what I was feeling going into the movie, and then like as I was slowly realizing oh. There's not really a whole lot more, yeah. at least, yeah. that he's going to tell us. You know, you just kind of, like, have to keep thinking about it. I was just like, all right, I don't know. I mean, also, it goes without saying, the cinematography's gorgeous. Well, yeah. The, the action's awesome. I was going to say, the like... The acting's pretty solid. Te- technically, it's, like, the best movie of the year, I think. Like, on a technical level, oh, yeah. it's... Like, honestly, another one of my favorite parts, easily, is just the whole end battle part with, like... Like the fucking like the sh- I loved the the idea of like m- using it for military tactics. That was awesome. That was so fucking cool. So cool. Um, and I wanted more of that. Like obviously fleshing out this idea. Yeah. But again, it did seem like it was getting a little too complicated for even for him. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, the shot of the fucking building. I was just being rebuilt. About that. Jesus Christ. That oh, is, do you mean that where it's like that is probably then it, the cool, yeah. like one of the I don't even know how they did seen. that. That's no. so fucking cool. There, I definitely want to watch like the behind the scenes just for well, I, just the thought of two different like military teams and and they're both working for like the same thing, but doing it in the opposite. Like and they were like, I want to be, I want to be, so the fir- I want to be on the opposite front lines. Direction. I want to be on, I want to be yeah. there first. And it's just like you guys are gonna be there at the same time. I was just like, that is so fucking cool. Oh, gosh, Nolan is like, is so. I don't know if you've really seen, intelligent. There is some behind the scenes stuff where like they basically taught John David Washington to like do fight choreography in reverse. Yeah, that's another thing. It's, it's insane. The fight choreography looks really awkward and kind of bad when when they're fighting someone right. who's in reverse the first time you see it, and then you see it on the opposite end, and you're like, shit, that actually looks pretty good, but you were just seeing it. I don't know how they did that, too. Yeah, I think it's partially, like, visual effects and partially just, like... I mean, if you watch the behind the scenes, like, they made him, like... They taught him to, like, basically do flips and stuff backwards. Well, that's the thing, is that there was, like, some trivia thing I saw that was, like... They used as many... Or as few visual effects as they possibly could. That's crazy. Which is crazy. So, it's, like, if they could do it practically, they did. So, I, I just... It blows my mind. There's something weirdly terrifying about, like, having a fight with somebody who's, like, in reverse. Like, that part when he... even It's in the trailer when, like, he's like, it hasn't happened yet. And then the guy who we don't know is him yet, which I think is also really cool, mm-hmm. in, the, in the SWAT team suit. And he's coming at him, like, in reverse. Like, he's falling, like frontwards and you're just like like it's it, the fact that you because you can't predict his movements yeah. there's something like scary that was kind of that was the one time where like me and gage turned to each other and we're like that's totally them. that's that's like the that's point. the one time we're like that's totally them from like the future like coming back see i feel really dumb because like I, I did i like i didn't notice I didn't that i want to do that you know like yeah. it's not like i don't want and I usually don't predict what I have. I usually the other at times it. I didn't know. Like genuinely, this yeah. was the only time where I was like, "It's yeah." I mean, yeah. I was like, "Yeah," and then yeah. But it's I weird because I was excited for being like right when I did predict it. But I think it, I think it, again, it stems from 
how cool you think the premise is and how much of the entertainment of you watching it comes. Because if that's not enough for you... And I'm a very big... Or how you know. fleshed out you think it is. Like, if right. there's... Like, it's so cool, but, like, I just needed more. I needed more to not, like, be able yeah. to bitch. And, and I'm a very big premise guy. So, like, that's probably why I liked it the most. Because just by the premise alone, I was like, shit, I'm, like, But it's in. weird because all of this amounted to... Okay, we stopped potentially World War Three, and then on like a more yeah, and more. Per- I kind of forgot about that. On like honestly. a more personal character level, we 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 got we saved this woman from her abusive relationship, and that's yeah, it. It's very strange. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't feel like. You know, when I'm going to see a Nolan movie, I'm I'm kind of expecting, like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh shit, you know. Yeah, it was just your like, mind to just be like. It was kind of just like I was at this like just baseline the whole time, and I I mean that's another thing that kind of goes into like the whole Nolan like uh, expectations. expectations. Yeah, and it's and it's not his fault. You know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it is for being a fucking badass in yeah. movies, but <laughs> but you know, yeah, I don't know. You can't really fault the movie for that necessarily. That it's not like jaw dropping at every yeah. point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot else to say. Um. I think it's it's definitely one of the best of the year. It's just not like my favorite Nolan movie, you know, obviously. Yeah. I think we are all kind of on the same page yeah. for that, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to watch it again, for sure. Um, I appreciate Nolan making movies like this. Of the thing course. is, you'll have to wait until it gets on, like, streaming or something. But you know what you don't have to wait, because it's always on streaming? The devil all the time. That's true. I was going to say... Can we take a and, pee break, please? Me and Sid are probably going to maybe go watch it in theaters before it's out. We'll see, though. Okay. But yeah, speaking of streaming, Micah has to pee. Later. I mean, I was like, I was skeptical at first, but I mean... Shit, I mean, I guess I was wrong. Like, clowns really do drive small cars. I thought it was just like a prejudice thing like that I had like deep inside my soul. You know, from all the the clown media that I watched yeah. as a kid. Did you hear about that new movie, Clown? Where it's just like only clowns have superpowers? Like no one else. Just the clowns. <laughs> Fuck it. That's the one we're going with. <laughs> Welcome back to the... Do talk? The devil all the time. The devil all the time. Alright, before the pee break, we were going to talk about... The devil all the time, so... That's what we just said. The devil all the time. Fine, I'll go fuck myself. Um, we could do the same tenant thing, kind of. A yeah, yeah, well, we'll do a, a quick synopsis, and then really quickly what we think about it. The devil all the time is a Netflix original, I think. It was released a couple weeks ago on, on the Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Antonio Campos, who did a couple other movies that I haven't seen. Some smaller stuff. Um, it Which kinda, ones again? Uh, it's called Christine and Simon Killer. A couple of them are on is Netflix. Christine, the one with the car? No. Oh. Well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that is a movie. But <clears throat> I think I've heard of Christine. Isn't it like? Doesn't it have to do with like a? It's like, like this, a newscast. Yeah, right? this woman's like forced to like yeah. read horrific shit. I want to watch those. that because Michael Ooh, C. Hall's in it. Sounds so. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Devil All the Time is based off a novel, and it is like a 1950s like gothic southern thriller sort of thing it's it's, sort of it follows the just these group of characters who all have kind of have their own like lives Mm -hmm. 
And, like, there's a bunch of, like, stories, but they all kind of coalesce into one there's, another. There's basically four different... I, I, I think there's, like, four. There's four different stories going on simultaneously in this, like, small... These small towns. I think it's a... Or town. I, I don't remember. But yeah. all of these stories end up connecting at some point, mm-hmm. which isn't a spoiler because it says that in the in the synopsis. Yeah. That you, you follow all these stories of, of these certain people or groups of people until they all connect. Um yeah yeah that's like the easiest way to explain this because and it's not like it's not like um, it's very it's pretty dark like yeah. like the subject matter yeah i mean yeah it gets really uh i would i wasn't prepared actually for how like i didn't expect it to be like as violent and like disturbing as it was but like there's i mean yeah, there's like rape and murder and like a bunch of fun stuff serial killing there's like fucked up shit but the i think uh i think what drew a lot of people to this um was the cast initially i mean we got absolutely tom holland we got um taylor uh, not taylor lautner jesus yeah the other twilight guy uh, robert patson why 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 well it's so why? it's so interesting because it's all these people who are known for playing other excuse me iconic famous characters like you have um, the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan, you have Pennywise, Alexander Skarsgård. I don't remember his name, but the guy who plays Dud- Dudley Dursley in Harry Potter. Yeah. And you have, you know, obviously Tom Holland, who's Spider-Man. Um, what the fuck? Dudley? You don't, you don't remember the guy who pours, or it's not a big spoiler, a guy who pours spiders over his head, the preacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and you also have the uh, Mia Wazakowski, I believe her name is, who plays Alice from the live-action Alice in Wonderland. And you also have the guy who was in that really bad Pet Cemetery remake recently. Yeah. Um. So it's just got like this crazy good cast of. of yeah. yeah. It's just interesting that they all came together for this one project. Although I feel like that happens a lot, where it's like once you get one big actor. Then everyone's like, "Oh shit, fucking yeah. Robert Pattinson's gonna be in this." Like, well, fuck, I'll do it. Movie forty-two, yeah, like one of the movie worst. Movie forty-three. Oh, 43. It's like one of the worst movies ever. And like, I bet you the whole thing was like, "Oh, that famous guy's on. I'll get on. Oh, those two famous yeah. guys are on. I'll get on." Um, wasn't that written by James Gunn? So many people were involved in that because it's so okay. many different little stories. And yeah. Um, yeah, I guess just to give like a quick or quick thoughts. Spoiler uh, thoughts. yeah, it's. You, you know, it's pretty surprising because it's usually not my cup of tea, but it's my favorite movie of the year. Um, it might be up there with me, too. I don't know if yeah. it's my favorite favorite, but... Um, I'd probably give it, like, a A-. minus. I don't know. I don't want to do a letter grade just because I'm me, but I don't know. What was your kind of, like, letter um, initial thoughts? Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I think I liked it the least, which is weird because, like, I was mm-hmm. kind of... I think I was... It's, it's weird because it seems the most up your alley. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I guess this is just violence the... and dialogue. No, no, not just because of that. I, know, I mean, like, I, know. I mean, fuck, not to like go too like behind the scenes, but like, I know you are. If you didn't know, if you're a new listener, we all like are hoping to make movies, not just talk about them. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a certain project oh, yeah. that you wrote it like in high school that has like a very not yeah. A, no, I agree. Yeah, You're right. So it's, that's, it's, what, that's what it's maybe, similar. That's what maybe of. it's a, it, the time period. No, like, yeah, totally. Kind of... it, it definitely feels more so my cup of tea compared to you guys. So that's um, why I'm surprised. And what's that... interesting is it seems like the least my exactly. cup of tea, and I like exactly. it the most. I was worried when I watched it because I watched it before you guys, or I think we watched it like the same night or something yeah. separately. But I remember like when I finished it, I was like, 
I don't know if Micah and Kyle are going to want to talk about this. I don't think they're going to like it. And I was like, I think it's okay. I wouldn't mind talking about it. But I was like, I don't know about them. And then you guys were like, it's, I love it. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So it's very interesting. I didn't hate it. It's, um, I think it's just okay. I I think the performances were the best part. I really liked the performances. Well, what I think is very interesting is that a lot of the cast is British. Mm-hmm. And they all are doing southern accents, which I find very interesting. And they all do a superb job. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean. It's very interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really liked it. I was kind of shocked how well it kept my attention throughout, like, like the entire thing. And also, I think, yeah, the big. I think one of the biggest things is the standout performances. I will go so as far as, as to say... I don't think there's a single bad performance in this entire movie. Even like the small, like even like the child actors that are on screen for like two seconds, you can tell they like directed the hell out of them. Yeah, no, I can't think. Like I'm like thinking really hard, and I can't think of there, anybody. There was not a bad like egg in the bunch, which is like a sign to like really good directing too. Um, random thought: Can uh, streaming movies not be nominated for Academy Awards yet? I no, know. because. They're, uh, they're gonna have to after this year. Well, the Irishman. Yeah, the Irishman oh, was a Netflix I think, original. No, I think the rules it had it has a, to go to some theater. It has to go to like a minimum of 10 theaters or oh, something. It has to be in a certain amount of who weeks. They're gonna have to get rid of that eventually. I mean, yeah, I mean, look at this year. Pretty much everything has come to streaming. So how, It does kind of seem like a classic, like, Oscar-y movie. It, I mean, it really does. I definitely think yeah. they're... Not like it's Oscar bait, but it definitely no, seems it's like not. they would... They um, would I don't think it would be best picture or anything. I think it would no. be like... Oh shit! Best well, I, I can see script. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say screenwriting. Best screenplay. adapted screenplay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's really hilarious that I, I saw a lot of posts on social media of like young teenage girls who were like, "Oh my gosh, Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson! I'm gonna watch this because they're hot." And he's like a total creep in the, no. in the movie. And, and it's like. <laughs> Those poor girls, I guarantee you, like, a lot of them shut it off. Because it is dark and disturbing, and there's murder, and there's... Yeah. And, of course, when, when Tom Holland's beating people up, I saw, like, some girls posting clips like, Oh my gosh, look how hot this is. Just like, okay. Well, all right. Not to mention that there's, like... The stupid human, the stupid human race aside. <laughs> like, the movie's, yeah. like... Are we jumping into spoilers now, like, for sure? I mean, I still want to talk about it a little bit before we get into spoilers um i mean the thing with it being like a gothic thriller and it's very um this is part of what i like about it but it is like it sort of plays into the fact that like pretty much every character besides like like tom holland's character which i guess is like the closest thing to a main character he is, in the, he movie. Is the main character um but even then it focuses so much on everybody else though that's like it's hard to like you don't think of him as the main character right I did. away. I did. I mean, not right away, but yeah. as it progresses, it slowly... He's definitely the, the thing that connects everybody. Absolutely. It's kind of at the center. And it, and it also ends with... Uh, well, I guess we're in spoilers now. It ends with him, and, and it right. follows him all the way up into the end, and he's the only one that they follow through to the end. So I would definitely say I think he's but the like But other character. than him, like, the, like pretty much every other character is like basically like a, hum- like a garbage person. Mm-hmm. Which I think is interesting. Which is also kind of like that takes a that takes a um, a uh, like a like a page from like the noir book, where like kind of the unwritten rules of noir is like everybody's kind of like a shitty person, and even the hero is kind of like an anti-hero, which kind of fits into the whole Tom Holland thing. Like even though he's the closest thing to like a good person, 
in the movie, he's still like, you know, I mean, he fucking like beats the shit out of those yeah. guys and I, shit. But it's 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 weird because it's like it's like a guy. I guess we're talking about spoilers because you already kind of yeah yeah. I mean yeah, go for it. It's sort it's like a guy like trying to like towards the end. It's like he's tr- he he has this past with his dad who was like did some horrific shit and he's surrounded by horrific shit and he's like trying his best to like come out the other end like a decent person and escape from like his fucking like where he's from and shit even when he does something shitty it's it's for like i mean this is kind of weird but it's like it's for a good reason he's not he's not doing it to be malicious but like but he's not a saint yeah someone close to him has been like bullied or attacked and so he goes after the person that did that so it's almost like yeah, he has some shitty moments, but it's not because he's a bad person. Well, there's it's not because a, there's, he's protecting those that he loves. There's not a single moment where you, even when he's like beating the crap out of those guys, or he's like holding Robert Pattinson at gunpoint, that you're that you're not at least on board with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But like every other character, for the most part, except for like a couple, yeah. is like just shitty. I mean, I was on board with uh, Ale- his dad, Alexander Skarsgård, for like. Oh fuck! Is it Bill Skarsgård? Is Bill Skarsgård? Shit! That's his dad. That's his dad. My bad, folks. Um, uh, I was on board with him like all the way up until like the end of seeing his character. I was like, okay, so he's like, he's doing some like iffy things here. I'm trying to remember what did he do at the end? Didn't he kill his dog? Yeah. So he he killed his dog. Yeah. And then he like killed himself, and like he was just doing some. And he was blaming God. I he was think, sacrificing. Or... He was trying to give up his dog as a sacrifice and shit. Yeah, it was really dark shit. And like, and I, I also liked the whole thing with like. I mean, I kind of knew when it happened, it was gonna play into something later. Mm-hmm. The whole thing about like he was the the he was eating the pie, and then the cops saw him. Sebastian Stan saw him with the pie in his face, thinking it was blood. Mm-hmm. And that kind of plays into towards the end of the movie where he kind of has that. Even though he barely knows the kid, it's like this preconceived idea of what he is, like like feeding it to, oh, he probably, you know, that he's just like this guy that's like killing everybody kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's, I don't I, know, it's kind of, it's, it, I like shit like that when it's all kind of, like, it, it's what you want from a movie like mm-hmm. this, where it's everything kind of plays into. I, I hate to be that guy, because I feel like I do it so much, and you guys might scoff at first until you hear my explanation. But I do find this movie kind of relevant right now, and it, I know I, I can see it's not meaning to, but you see all these people who who are big Christians. That's like the whole thing is all of these people. Right. You know, you got like a preacher. You got you know the Dudley guy who's a preacher. You got Robert Pattinson who's a preacher. You got his dad who's like really really religious, and they're yeah. all like into Christianity, and they're like, look, we're good people. We we have this organization or whatever yeah. that's like has this really good thing and really good message but really we're all shitty and all, like all the shitty things that they're doing they're, is, ju- they're justifying it because yeah. they're saying well i'm doing it for the lord or i'm do-, you know and i mean not to make everything political but like people who are doing shitty things and saying I don't, it's I mean, okay I don't for think this that's reason a, I don't that's think, what i saw i don't think that has to be a political thing i think that, that that's what know, i took away from it i, figured, I mean again it's hard because i figured no one else now. is going to but but like it's sort of you know, like, I mean, that is a definitely a big part of it. it I mean, it's called in... the devil all the time. Yeah. Like, even if you have, like, a good front, there's always something 
Not always, but like in this case, there was always something malicious behind it. I mean, that character who you said played Dudley in Harry Potter, I don't remember this, his yeah. name. Sorry, we're like terrible just, with names, He I just guess. sacrifices that girl that he was like with, basically. Yeah. Like that shit's like, and then, yeah. I mean, I, I, it kept me interested because I wanted to see how it would all kind of like play into And Robert another. Pattinson's like, have you ever like exposed yourself like? For the Lord. Yeah. You know, he's like using God like for But funny enough, like right before fucking Tom Holland like kills him, he asks for forgiveness at the very last second. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So which like What do you think you haven't been doing a lot of know. talking? I think I don't know. Go ahead. What? I don't, you can't just put me on the spot. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I didn't know if you had any ideas, it just seemed like You, you looked were... like you had something to say. Yeah. Um, it's hard. I don't know. I don't, I didn't really take a whole lot out of it. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously those religion, that religious stuff is like, obviously that's Mm -hmm. what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say yet. Okay. But I'll pitch in. Okay. Okay. Kind of just listening. Yeah. Um, just to go back to the performances, I mean, I was really excited to see particularly Tom Holland Mm -hmm. in a movie where he's not playing like excited young boy. Yeah, that's true. He actually said that he he. I saw a like kind of interview with him. It was like behind the scenes thing, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." He said kind of that where he was like, "Yeah, everybody kind of knows me for playing the young like, hey guys, look at me, I'm over here, I'm over there, like that kind of guy. That's just like the eccentric like young guy." Mm -hmm. And so he's like, he said he was very excited to play something a lot more mellowed out, and and he was hoping. He said this. He said he was hoping that people would separate his character Miles. I know his character's name in this one. Miles. They would separate Miles from Peter Parker. Um, of course, a lot of people didn't. They only watched it for that reason. But he said he was really hoping people would be invested in Miles' story rather than, you yeah. know, I mean, I think he what was, he's known for. I think he was casted, like, perfectly for this movie. Which I would never think. Like, if somebody yeah. was like, yeah, we got Tom Holland playing, like, a violent Southerner, I'd be like, what? I think it's his best performance. Personally. I agree. I, I was kind of... So far. So... I, I do, I've always really liked Tom Holland. I mean, I, I say always, but since Civil War. I, I've liked Tom Holland a lot, and, you know, I've always kind of grouped him into that, like, that category of actor where it's, like, Dwayne Johnson or, like, I don't know, someone who's, like, not necessarily, like, the best actor ever, but they're just, like, in all of these blockbusters, and everybody's like, I love them, they're in all these blockbusters, you know? It didn't really feel like he was cast because, oh, he's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, yeah. Which is kind of what I was worried. It, yeah. It, like, like, he obviously gave a good audition. So I like, was, oh, shit. I yeah. was really, really happy and surprised when I was like, okay, he's not just like, look, the blockbuster kid. It's like, yeah. he's here to act. Well, everybody in the movie is known for big fucking studio movies. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those big actors. Um and yeah, it was really cool to see like Tom Holland actually like try to give like a like a really... try to give. No, I mean like a, I know, I know. Yeah, but like to actually have a shot at like yeah. doing a performance that where he like really tried to put his heart out there. And that's not to say he's bad in the Spider-Man movies. He's good, but it's like you definitely get a sense that it's not super far off from like his personality yeah. i like seeing something like super far off yeah from that. yeah and there were a couple times where i mean i think he's solid and i think he's the best he's ever been in that movie there were a few times where i did feel like sorry he's like just just a hair like 
overdoing it a little bit, but that it comes with like the experiences being an actor, and I think he'll yeah. grow into doing he's more so roles young. like that. He's he's what 23, 24? Yeah, he's got like a, it, it, assuming that he doesn't just stay in the Spider-Man MCU blockbuster game. I think he has a really big career. I mean, I think he has a yeah. I think he has a lot of potential as an actor too. Um, but I mean, he like that scene with him and Robert Pattinson. I mean, they were. I mean, it was like it was like they're trying to like outdo each other. <laughs> I really, really hope because it's that's the one thing that's so frustrating to me about streaming is that I really hope this comes out on Blu-ray because. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to own this movie. Sometimes Netflix does Blu-ray releases if they're popular enough. I really want to own The Devil all the time. I mean, time. fuck. Uh, Marriage Story got a fucking Criterion. Yeah, but those are like 40 bucks. I just want like a regular ass, like, <laughs> blueberry. Blue I want a blueberry. I want a Blu-ray of The Devil all the time. Like, really bad. Yeah. So. Hmm. Um. But yeah. Uh, I like to see how invested you are. Fucking. Let's talk about... Robert, quick question. Yeah. Do you think there's a correlation, like slightly, ever so slightly, between a British accent and a Southern accent? This is a really a little ra- bit. I think that I think it. I, I I've noticed like when when we parody like Southern or British, sometimes it, they they we kind of intermix. Yeah. yeah. I think it's in like the O. It might sounds. be easier as a British person to do a Southern. I was kind of thinking that because I was yeah. like, this entire cast is British. I think. Kind of just have a to lot change. of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Not all of them, but a really solid yeah. chunk. Yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson was. Awesome. He was strange because his voice was so high. Yeah, and it's just like a different person like came who out bra, of him. Who bra. It, yeah. He had a baby. Liz, wait, wait what? <laughs> a, a diff- he, he had a baby. Yeah, a different person came out of him. Oh, yeah, it was just a, okay. A, I was like, I was following you, then I was, it was like, just a silly joke. For a second, I thought you were talking about his like prosthetic belly that he has. He, has, he? he was pregnant. Yeah, there was a. He, he, they made him look a little chubby. Right? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know. Don't that. you remember that part where he I was, he was, he was getting his? Uh, he was Are getting you his, uh... in tune with love? Okay. Yeah, he doesn't sound like I'm him at really all. Good, ro- really good. I'm really glad Robert Pattinson is getting away because like that's all anybody's. He's like, getting away. Well, well, yeah, he's getting away from that role where they're. <laughs> Bye. Well, where they're like, oh my gosh, the young adult novel Cedric Diggory. Uh, uh, what's the fucking Twilight? Twilight. Yeah, yeah. I'm because people are just like, oh, he's not an actor. He's just known for that. And then we saw him in Tenet, and we saw we saw him in this. I don't and think then anyone can say that shit anymore. No, if you can, unfortunately, fuck you. I think with, if you're a 12 year old girl, maybe. But with some people, I think the stigma is still there because yeah. they don't watch movies like Good Time. But yeah. what I mean the is, Batman, like, if you do say it, you're retarded. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus, he, he can't fucking make, you can't, you he sucks because he was in Twilight. Honestly, yeah. I feel like after the Lighthouse, you couldn't have made that. Oh yeah, for, yeah. No. Oh my god, might be his best performance. <laughs> He's just knocking it out of the park. Like I feel like we get a new like week after week, we get a new movie from him. I feel like <laughs> yeah. So I think we've all heard the story about like how he didn't do a dialect coach. Yeah, didn't use a dialect coach for his accent in the movie. I didn't know that. Okay, so he refused to, and nobody heard his accent until they started filming. I would be nervous as a yeah. director if he just came out and was like, "Hi, I'm British." So he did. Or, that, I'm, I'm Southern. He did that whole shit himself. Like he developed that accent all by himself, and it's so out there. I mean, it reminds me like I the, love it. it. Reminds me like the whole like thing from Knives Out with you know the over the top Southern accent from Jeez. fucking what's his face. It's just so Daniel unlike Craig. anything. But you've it ever works. Done. I love and it, it works perfectly for this character because it, it's just it's like 
he's you know if he just had like a regular southern it accent, makes him so much more manipulating because it's like weird and creepy well it makes him a lot more manipulating in my opinion too because he's like oh he's got this innocent like high voice he's just yeah. like delusions yeah and then he's like i'm gonna rape your daughter and then it's like oh yeah because he says that yeah, remember that line <laughs> i'm gonna rape your daughter i'm gonna rape your daughter delusions yeah he's blessed for me in the lording of mine it's in just... your heart but yeah watch that this was my movie. impression watch <laughs> this movie it's my favorite of the year, of the year. <laughs> yeah, good... did you think it was like hyper violent i thought I... it was like kind of disturbing okay so not hyper violent i mean there's it, a part of the movie didn't... where like a dude has his dick cut off but they don't show that that's the thing is you see I, the bloody like i don't stump. think it's like violent but i think it's highly disturbing because they show like the like the carcass of a dead dog they show a guy with his like dick that was cut probably, off the dog i think this so, probably the oh most, and the like, guy during the like, war Jesus who was like Christ. crucified i would say it's not necessarily yeah. violent but it's highly disturbing i don't know it just i think the i think the subject matter is more disturbing than the actual I think what I just, you see i've just heard a lot of people talk about how like dark and grim and just like oh it's so I can, well i can i can definitely understand it, that it just if it, it felt like it was it thought it was darker than it actually was i don't know it just didn't feel like there wasn't ever any other than the dog the dog part not just because it was a dog but i was just like what the fuck like that was i was like my yeah. i like my i felt like butterflies in my dude stomach. what about like, the Ugh. what did you think about the the dude being crucified during the war and just like oh that got me i was like Ooh. i don't know like I it gave me a like, part oh no no that was, i remember that part because i i remember specifically like the first like 30 minutes of the movie were the best parts for me i, I really and then like after bill skarsgård kind of like after he like kills himself or whatever i was kind mm. of like i was still on board but it yeah. was just like that was definitely my favorite part were you expecting it to be more like straightforward narrative or no okay. I, I don't know i don't know what i was expecting i just felt like um i really liked the um the war aspects they were playing off of like the post-war and like yeah. that time era and stuff and they didn't really do anything with it after it didn't seem like okay. i mean what it, about the like the pistol or whatever like hitler's pistol that he supposedly used to kill himself i i what about it I mean, I can't. I mean, I guess they could have gone without the whole war thing and been like, "Your father got this from the war," and like, not. I, I don't know. Um, I think, I think it was. It's kind of funny. I just kind of feel like the same. A little bit of the same critiques I had with Tenet. It just kind of felt like, and, and it also did feel like movies that I've already seen before. To be honest, mm -hmm. um, it felt very much like a Coen Brothers movie. It felt like kind of a Tarantino thing. It felt kind of like a Fincher thing, where it was just like, you know, I mean, obviously it's easy to compare it to other stuff, but it yeah. felt like. It wasn't giving me anything new. Like obviously, all the you know all the stories were connecting, and you know people people were dying, people were getting shot, whatever. I just didn't like. I wasn't like, oh man, this is so meticulous. Everything's coming together. Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel that. Cause, you know, we've which seen, is we've seen people do it better. It wasn't super violent or dark for me. I didn't really mm -hmm. because there wasn't. It was just kind of a lot of like. Shoot in the face, shoot in the face. Oh, you know, they're killing these people. Oh, there's death, destruction. People are evil. Like, a lot of that. But it didn't really earn any of it. It kind of just felt yeah. like... Like, I, it, it's it's kind of weird that you can, like, just... Like, you need more to be disturbed by a murder in a movie. Yeah. Like, you can't just kill somebody and I'm, I can't... I'm not automatically like, oh, fuck. You know, there needs to be more at stake I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. want to deny, I don't want to deny you and feeling that like it wasn't as disturbing as people thought, but I also wonder how much of that is just like, 
just the fucking like modern like like we're all desensitized. Oh yeah. Well, to what, shit. I, what I'm saying is compared to things I've right. previously right. seen. Right. Because definitely, I mean, when you watch movies like Saving Private Ryan, of course this is gonna look like fucking Teletubbies. Well, in not comparison. even Saving Private Ryan. I mean, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, like I just mean as far as violence goes. Violent. I mean. Even not comparing it to anything, it just felt like it thought it was darker than it actually was, and, mm-hmm. and it, okay. it felt like it was dark for the sake of being dark. It didn't feel. It didn't really feel like the only time it felt like it was earning that darkness was yeah. in the first thirty minutes the with Bill only... Skarsgård character. Everybody else, it just felt like, oh, human humanity is so so mm. evil and dark, and okay. oh, there's all this murder, and I don't know. I think it's kind of like making a talking about that a little bit, like yeah. human nature and how we're all like. You know, well, I think the, shit, the but... part of what I what I took away from it and what kind of like kept me wanting to watch it was like the it's sort of like well the fact that it's it's in this like small tiny place that like if you drive by it you can miss it and like that there's just like everybody knows each other and yeah. like yeah. people's worldviews are so fucking skewed because they you know they haven't been out of the same like vicinity well, for most of their lives and then there's this one guy who's trying to like escape from it in a sense it just didn't feel like and come was, out as a decent person it, i guess it just didn't feel like there was a whole lot of substance there i didn't have really okay. a whole lot to chew on it was kind of just like it felt like I was just watching something. It didn't. I didn't. I wasn't really feeling anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess in a, in a way, it it I can't compare it to that Fincher thing where it, it I felt well, very. Emo- it felt emotional. It, it's really interesting that you compare it to like Coen Brothers and like Quentin Tarantino because I've never liked a Coen Brothers movie. I find them utterly boring. And, and Tarantino, I'm not the biggest fan of. Like I, I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and like Inglorious Bastards, and that's about it. And then like obviously I like David Fincher. So like, and you liked this movie, and he didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I just, I just wasn't expecting to like this the most out of everyone, just because it's. I mean, like, I really like it too. I feel like yeah. me and you are the same. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call it like a masterpiece. It's like a B plus. Mm-hmm. It's not like probably. the first half of I Am a Legend. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, what I, I mean, you could say I could say the same thing about the Coen Brothers as I can about. I Fincher. see the I see the Coen Brothers comparison. Well, I don't know if I see the other two. Well, I I think mainly the reason why I bring up Fincher. And, and the reason why I bring up Coen Brothers is because of that objective, like, kind of emotionless feeling that they have. Okay. Um, where they're, they're very much not trying to, um, you know, insert their own voice into it. They kind of just, like, I don't know, they're just kind of, like, telling stories and just kind yeah. of... It's, right. it's, it's very objective. And... And I do, they don't feel superhuman to me, and I've never been able to connect to them. So the reason why I make those comparisons is because I felt the same way with the devil all the time. Honestly, less so. Like there was parts like it was mainly because of the performances, because they sold me so much, you know. Yeah. Um, but it just I don't know. I just didn't really know what I was supposed to be feeling for the majority of the movie. I kind of wonder if, like, I genuinely wonder this if it wasn't actors that I already knew and wasn't like really big fans of, like, would I like this movie? That's one thing I, I genuinely, genuinely am curious. Like, if you replace all these actors with, like, really great no-name actors, would I like this movie? I I, I would hope I would still say yes, but I, I just I think that's a, I think that's a loaded question, though, because, like, 
so much of this movie relies on the performances. And yeah. Like a part of that is casting. I mean, I'm a huge. I, I like I, <clears> I said. Don't I'm know a why huge... my voice sounded like <laughs> casting. So. I might. I needed to clear my throat. <clears throat> like I'm a huge Tom Holland fan, and that was like the main factor for me wanting to watch this. And and I, and I mean. Just to, to explain the Tarantino comparison too, it's just because of the whole like intertwined story thing, like yeah. non-linear. I feel like yeah. I've seen that a lot, where like oh, a bunch of characters coming together and stuff. It's like all right, yeah, we've seen it. That can't be your selling pitch. That can't be your pitch anymore. I see. There okay, more. I see what you're saying, and I see, I understand what you're saying. I just don't know if I felt the same. You're way. gonna yeah. hate me. Yeah, we all feel, Wait, well, It's just about how it made me Tarantino feel. is Pulp I'm not, Fiction. I'm not really critiquing the movie. I'm just saying. Right. It just didn't make me feel you, you anything. Didn't, you had a different experience. It's the experience same Fincher thing. I can't tell you Fincher movies are bad. It's just like, I don't feel anything is, watching Is them. Pulp Fiction and Once Upon a Time like the only Tarantino movies that like, like kind of do the whole like intermixing storylines? Or well, he does that. Like, does he do it no, quite often? No, he doesn't often? like okay. all the time. I, I, just, I just don't remember. Um, but if we're, I thought I thought you were like like mostly pointing towards Pulp Fiction, and you're probably gonna. I mean, Pulp Fiction's the easiest. Right, right. You're gonna hate me for this, but like I think it did a better job, like like making all of the the pieces come together than Pulp Fiction. Well, I almost feel like nonlinear. It's not really done in the same way as it's done in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction definitely is nonlinear because it's I didn't like, even mean nonlinear. I did, that's not what I meant. I meant like all of these characters coming together. Oh, it's all intertwined. Oh, you know. Oh, so you, he doesn't mean like out of order. No, he just I don't means mean like out of order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because no. like I think the, that's what bothers me the most is I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? When did this happen? <laughs> With Pulp Fiction. Oh well, yeah. Because it's mean, like out of order. I mean, which that's, is whatever. Yeah, that's a different. That's a different yeah. thing. I don't think the Devil of Time even did that. No, the, not at all. The But I don't know. I I like. I definitely agree with like it's it's not too um, concerned. Really oh shit! It's not too concerned oh. telling you. Uh oh. Well, if our visuals disappear, well, our, I mean, I'm almost done talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say like, yeah, the movie's not too concerned with like telling you how to feel about it. It just kind of like lets you, and if you grab something from it. Mm-hmm. then that's great but if you don't that's you know it's kind of what it is um i just want to say that i find the ending very satisfying like that he's able yeah. to get away from it all and uh i really everybody's a shitbag dies i really liked the tone of it and just the vibe that it gave me and what yeah it, i liked the music a lot yeah it felt very like old folktale yeah. kind of yeah. and i'm glad people make movies like that that's why i like the Coen yeah. Brothers, how they make movies, because it's it's very like it's old fashioned. It's it's kind of telling, even though it's disgusting and dark and disturbing. Yeah. There's almost this weird coziness feeling to it. It's yeah. really oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, because it's kind of like it feels like a like uh I don't know Coen Brothers and this movie have the feeling of like it feels like um like your grandpa telling you a story on like the porch. I feel like yeah. you <laughs> could get like a warm mug and like kind of, like yeah. sit in a cabin and just like. Yeah. No. Death. <laughs> Death. Yeah, so I mean, not my favorite of the year, but it, I thought it was pretty okay. good. And me, do and you Mi- wanna... me and Mike are really like. I loved it, yeah. Oh, well, well. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, this is our ninth episode. Tenth episode coming next, obviously, if you can count. We're going to be doing something special. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about it's not that special. our favorite movies. Each individually, our favorite movies. Yes. And we're all going to watch them beforehand, hopefully, yes. right? Yeah? Yes, definitely. Yeah, or else what would be the point? Just us being yeah. like. Hey, you should watch this movie. Yeah, I love this movie. So make sure to tune in next week um, when we do our 10th episode. It's going to be very great. Thank you for watching slash listening. If you're 
watching this on YouTube, we're on Spotify and all this uh, audio versions and shit. If Go. you're watching, if you're listening, we're on YouTube. Huh? Go check out our Instagram page. Go follow us. We're yeah. also all three of us have letterboxes, which you'll probably find the. And the, if you don't have a letterbox, get a letterbox. Bitch. You'll find our letterbox links in the description. Yeah. And if you don't have a letterbox, you should kill yourself. And don't listen to Micah because. No, I love you. Please don't kill yourself. Don't like kill I don't yourself. want that on my dick. Poop. Goodbye. Uh, thank you. Um, this has been the dialogue. All right. I'm gonna go take a shit. Oh my god, every episode ends with somebody saying they have to take a shit. I don't actually, I just figured, you know, to keep it consistent. We're so good at ending this. We are. I'm gonna take a shit. Do you really? <laughs>